It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. It's a six-game, six-hour special kicking off at Pitodry where Aberdeen host Celtic. Then attentions turn to three o'clock where Rangers welcome Livingston to Ibrooks. Mother will take on Kilmarnock. It's Hibs against St Mirren, Dundee against Hearts and Ross County. St Johnston, I'm Andrew McLean. Joining me in the studio today is Gordon DL, Mark Wilson and Hugh Kevins. Aberdeen are looking for a new manager. They have won only six of their 21 league games so far. And in those 21 games, they've only kept a clean sheet four times. But the focus today is all on Celtic. The fans are deeply divided over the transfer window just closed. Some are outraged by just two signings, one alone, neither playing from the start today. Other fans are reluctant to hit the panic button. Brendan Rodgers, though, says the window lacked bravery. One thing is certain. If Celtic drop any points today, it'll be a savage blow to their hopes of retaining the title. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for drama. Yeah, it does have this feeling of a big afternoon. Um, anytime Celtic or Rangers go to Pitodre, we say it's a huge fixture and a test, and it will be. For a team that's just lost their manager, you always expect a reaction. And what sort of reaction will the Celtic team give their manager? He has backed him. Maybe he's unhappy, the the lack of signings and the lack of ambition really from the club. But he has to show what a good coach he is. And it starts today by getting a result. Could be a big afternoon in the title race. I don't think could be. I think it will be a big afternoon. Uh, and it starts with a cracker at Pitodre. First and foremost, I think we'll get a very exciting game. I think we will certainly get goals. I know the sort of uh, um, headlines is about Celtic and the transfer window, but they've got to put that behind them. They've got to make sure they got to a very difficult fixture, pick up three points, put the pressure back on Rangers, obviously again, favourites against a poor Livingston side. But uh, it's all about this afternoon and uh, I'm looking forward to it and uh, I'm sure there'll be plenty of talking points between now and six o'clock about Celtic's transfer window. Yes, we will be with you until six o'clock. But the main focus right now, Aberdeen against Celtic at Pataudry. Dave Galloway is there with the team news. Yes, Andrew. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, turbulent times for Aberdeen. Uh, Barry Robson shown the door this week. The fourth manager sacked here in under three years. Just three days later, facing Celtic is probably the last thing they need. And Celtic have an excellent record against the Dons with eight successive wins, including a 3-1 victory on their previous Pataudry trip and that 6-0 mauling in Glasgow in November. They'll see this lunchtime clash as a massive chance to open up an eight-point lead over Rangers at the top of the table, if even for a few hours. Aberdeen make four changes. In come Stefan Gartenman, Connor Barron, new signing Killian Phillips and Dante Polvara. Out drop Angus MacDonald, Jack Milne, Leighton Clarkson and Esther Sockler. So, Kellaroos in goals, it's back to the back four. Nicky Devlin, Stefan Gartenman, Richard Jensen and Jack McKenzie. The two sitters, Connor Barron and Graham Shinney. In front of them, Dante Polvara, Killian Phillips and Jamie McGrath with Boyan Majowski leading the line. The substitutes, Doohan, Clarkson, Duke, Hayes, Sockler, Morris, Duncan, McDonald. 
and Milne. Just the one change for Celtic, it's Mike Navrovsky coming into the back four, replacing Cameron Carter-Vickers. So Joe Hart in goals at the back, Alistair Johnston, uh, Mike Navrovsky, Liam Scales and Alexandro Bernabe. Midfields, Matt O'Reilly, Callum McGregor and Paolo Bernardo with Leal Abada, Kyogo and Luis Palma up top. As for the Celtic substitutes, well, a couple of new guys on the bench uh, this lunchtime, Adam Ida and Nicholas Kuhn, and they are joined by fellow subs Scott Bain, uh, Holm, uh, Vata, Kelly, Forrest, Ralston and Welsh. Match referee here at Pitodri Stadium, where conditions are perfect, the sun is shining, pitch is looking great. Stephen McLean and VAR, Stephen Kirkland. Yes, there is a game of football to be played but a lot of the talk over the last couple of days in regards to Celtic has been their transfer activity. We got your thoughts on it last night, Hugh. Mark and Gordon, the two of you were in the studio on deadline day on Thursday. Were you expecting more to be done by Celtic in the build-up to this game? Um, Well, at the start of the month, yes, I was. Purely going with what the manager said the squad needed and I think to the naked eye, anyone can see what the squad needs if they're serious about, you know, Winning this title um, And then progressing in Europe And that's what it's about Bedding players in So I was surprised that n- Many more players weren't added But when it got to Thursday And we were sitting in the show With only five hours to go I wasn't surprised when it shut That was only two players added um, Look the manager Has obviously asked for more And he's he's been quoted saying That it's up to him to change that Sort of mentality That may take time And it's now over to him to show if he is an elite manager, if he can get the best out of this squad, Burnaby's starting today um, in place of Taylor who's injured. And that's that's the risk you run when you don't add to your squad. You pick up injuries and the guys who have been out the picture for so long, you expect them to do a job. And he's relying on Burnaby. Navrotsi's come in for Carter Vickers. You look at the bench, it's some it's inexperienced within that. It shows that it's not the strongest Celtic squad I've seen in a long time. Brendan Rodgers didn't say he was unhappy with the window. He just said that he felt braver. that they could maybe maybe have been braver in the moves they made. It's something he wants to change, but for now, the squad he has is the squad he needs to, to go with until the end of the season, and it's now that test for him. Yeah, of course it's a test for him. I think everyone involved with Celtic, the supporters, especially when Brendan comes out as the window was open and talks about four quality players, uh, obviously they've not achieved that Now I'll cut Celtic board Or whoever recruitment Whoever you want to throw the blame to A bit of slack Because I think the transfer window Has been very difficult You look down England Even the spending down there Has been very very poor um, There's no doubt in my mind That Celtic have went for targets Absolutely no doubt Now Brendan Rodgers Saying a bit braver Might have been a case of Did Celtic have a cut off line With finances Of you know Bringing in Or maybe Going that extra bit to bring in the quality that Brendan Rodgers wanted. Obviously, it's not happened. Um, then there's question marks about Lager Bielka getting kept because of Carter Vickers. Why did Turnbull go to Cardiff? For me, it was a no-brainer. His contract was up. The lad wanted out. The Celtic fans, they, he wasn't their favourite. And they were getting two million quid. So I think that's the reason behind that. 
Look, Celtic put themselves under a little bit of pressure and it starts today at Pittori because if Celtic drop anything today, I think we'll be inundated with phone calls and very angry Celtic supporters. They've still got enough in their locker, no doubt about it, to go win today. I think they'll win today and I still think they could in my opinion I've not changed my mind I still think they won the league Yeah I say that is the test for Brendan Rodgers but they're coming up against a side today who are in a bad place they've just yeah. sacked their manager and it'll be interesting to see how Aberdeen approach this and, and also how Celtic approach it as well Well I read out the stats at the start of the programme 6 wins and 21 for Aberdeen only 4 clean sheets kept in 21 games but for me the Celtic squad is less strong than it was when the window opened uh, the bench with Daniel Kelly, Rocco Vata These are good young players But we're at a stage in the season now Where there are 15 games left for Celtic Not enough to say Oh it's a long season 15 games left for Celtic um, So you know Of all the experiments and the projects And all the rest of it came in, Only Paolo Bernardo makes a starting 11 Lager Bielka Who supposed to be in Serie A With Lecce by this time and Celtic kept him back He's not even on the bench I don't understand too much Of what's going on at Celtic I know what Brendan Rodgers says For public consumption I'd like to hear what he says in private Peter leaving an interim charge For Aberdeen today Up against Brendan Rodgers Kickoff is at half past twelve Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Call Robert Accident Repair They'll collect, repair and deliver your vehicle Providing a hassle-free service Action as it happens your reaction from five on the open line This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Less than 15 minutes to go Until kick-off at Pitodre For Aberdeen against Celtic The team news is in No real surprises for Celtic There is a change of shape for Aberdeen With Peter leaving in interim charge I think it was you Mark That mentioned the, the Celtic bench Certainly doesn't look as, as strong As Celtic benches have looked In previous seasons they do have a lot of players out Cameron Carter-Vickers is injured Rio Hitati is injured Plenty of players over at the Asian Cup as well Iwata is injured as well But is that maybe one of Greg Taylor of course is, is injured That's why Burnaby's starting But is, is that maybe one of the reasons why Some Celtic fans have their concerns Because they don't feel that the, the right backup is there Rather than the, the quality in the first team Or is it a bit yeah. of both? Um, yeah, I, I suppose so um, Celtic fans want a bit of everything Don't they? Because they want a strong squad They want a, a perfect start in 11 Followed by a bench full of stars To come on and really impact games And I suppose when the club's saying That they've got this big pot of money And a, an elite manager Why does it not take that shape? But then they also want to see homegrown players and they want to see people coming through the academy. And you look at that Celtic side today, this is the champions, the treble winners, and they've got Callum McGregor in there. They've got Welsh, Ralston, Vata, Kelly, Forrest, all came through their academy. So, you know, you can't have it both ways all the time. Yes, they're expecting some quality in there to really push those first teamers. But Brendan Rogers has showed he's a manager who does like to develop as well. And He's quite vocal about that. That's where he started his manage, managerial career. Um, and he's given some Celtic young players a chance. Nevada came on um, uh, in the cup the other week there and he, he scores, he makes an impact and that's all these young players can do. Now, I don't know how much we'll see these young players today because Pataudry's a different test. But, you know, it's good for these players to get recognised for, for what they're doing at youth level. It's when they step up, have they got the real quality to make a... An effect in, in this league but is, Remains to be seen To go back to the window 
The famous window Nicholas Kuhn is on the bench Adam Ida is on the bench The fans are looking to see what they can do Now it's a question of Do they come on because they have to do something The game's gone away from Celtic Or do they come on And it's an exhibition of their talents It's one or the other But with the greatest respect to Rocco Vata Who has yet to commit himself to Celtic And to Daniel Kelly Who doesn't have the experience for this type of game You want to see Kuhn and or Ida on the park Brendan Rodgers was asked yesterday If the January signings would help Take Celtic up a level His response Mm. was quite interesting He said, you know, we've, we've brought in players Who can help, you know, support What we're trying to do With his comment about bravery Wanting to be braver In the transfer market he wants them to spend that little bit more. He wants them mm. to bring in ready-made starters and it's it's just not happening at the moment, is it? No, um, and I think that's what's disappointed uh, the Celtic fans and I, I keep going back to I always wonder about Brendan Rodgers' bravery. Uh, I, I don't particularly like that. At the end of the day, he's part of that recruitment. Brendan Rodgers is the football manager. But ma- a- managers can only be... But he's you know, got to have so, a say. so much of a part of it because yeah. if, if he's saying he wants them to be braver, he wants them to sign ready-made players that maybe are a bit more of a fee. He he can say all that and try and push it, but he's not in charge of the money. Yeah, but but I think I think like uh, well, put it this way, I, I'm sure Postecoglou was very much in control of the the players that come in, ninety percent of them, because you've seen where they came from, what league they came from. So there's no doubt in that Brendan Rodgers coming back to Celtic. Uh, a very experienced manager would probably have that same influence in the transfer market. Um, I, do, I, I keep. It's a difference that managers have different priorities and where they shop and what market. Ange Postacoglu was confident in mm. a lot of the players he brought over from Japan that they could come be first team players and make an instant impact. Yeah. Brendan Rodgers has spent most of his career as a manager in England. It's the market he knows best, it's the market he tends to shop in. Players that are going to come in and, and be starters just because of the market are probably going to cost a bit more, aren't they? Yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying, Andrew, and I do believe that's why some of the, the deals probably didn't go through because as an agent, as a player, as a club, you're looking at Celtic and everybody talks about cash rich. So you've got to try and get the best value for these players. But when you look at this market, Celtic have brought in a guy from the Championship that was, what, third choice at Norwich? Um, now, if you go and shop in that, in that market, teams have got goal scorers. Ain't going to let you have them in January unless you pay through the roof for them. And that ain't going to happen. So I always thought that was a difficult one. Where I think, to be honest with you, the only... I know the Celtic fans have complaints. The one area I thought they would have covered right away would have been the left-back area for me. I know that unfortunately for Hatati, but they've got players that can go in the middle of the park and play. But the left back area and Burnaby today, I wrote him off last week against Ross County. I thought at one point he was an absolute disgrace. He needs a big performance. <laughs> Something coming for you. <laughs> well, let's hear from both men in the dugout today, starting with Aberdeen interim boss uh, Peter Levin. You got to play them sometime, and obviously they've came they've came right now. But we're Aberdeen. Uh, Celtic are coming to our home pitch. Uh, we gave them a tough game at the start of the season against them. So I'm just taking one game as it is. I've got Celtic and see how that goes. Then I'll prepare f- after that for Rangers. Fans are massive, massive. It's a massive club. But the the fans need the players as well. So I need the players to be at it. And that brings the fans. But I need the fans all together. 
Uh, massive club, massive support. So hopefully the fans can bring the noise. I've seen a little, a lot of things over, over the season that, that I like. Uh, so I've got a lot of things. My ideas in general at times has been really good. So obviously I've got a plan with Scotty. So we'll hopefully implement that and we'll try and get a result. No, I think we always prepare for a tough game. Uh, what I will say, I think it's. You know, I really feel for for Barry and, and the situation that he was in because he um, he's probably punished a little because of the success that he had. You know, taking them into into European football he had a great run last season, getting into Europe, and then that's never easy uh, because of obviously the expectation, but but the physicality of it all, having to play in the weekends, midweek, and then go again. So that's obviously been a challenge for them. But uh, but now sad to see him go. He's a good football guy and. He'll learn from the experience and uh, and then be ready to take that into his next job. Barry Robson gone from Aberdeen. Interesting developments this morning. Reports they want an interim, or sorry, an interim manager. I suppose it will be in charge until the summer. Mm. Three candidates, two of them unnamed. One of them, reportedly, Neil Warnock. Dave Cormack, the Aberdeen owner, has made such a bad job of appointing managers that I think he is doing the smart thing by getting an interim boss in. Uh, so that they have the time to do their due diligence and get in a guy that might be successful this time. His track record's very poor, Dave Cormack. This is a big call for him. Uh, Where's Alan Burrows and all this stuff? Well, you know, yeah, he's, of course, but at the end of the day, the man owns the club. But uh, you, you, would, you would think in Alan, Alan Burrows' role, though, that he would, he'd be leading the search, or would it be a sort of joint well, venture? Have they got a director of football up there as well? No. Well, I mean, Alan Burrows is the is, is the one you'd expect to, but he goes to do to, most of it. He goes to Dave Cormack and says, look, I think we should go for And Dave Cormack then has the, the call. Uh, but whoever, they've had three managers in quick succession, all poor. And they have got to get this one right. If it was Neil Warnock, I, at the age of 74, could hardly complain about a man who's 75 getting the job from now until the summer. <laughs> Uh, but I'd be reluctant For me Too much of a circus act It would turn into too much of a circus Him coming here Expecting to give the press A daily dose of tremendous quotes And fun and laughter but On job. top of that He is an experienced manager yeah, Who I've, has been through it all Essentially yeah, But that not, not be a good appointment But in not that. in Scotland But then you can't just rule out managers Because they haven't managed in, no, in Scotland uh, Ange Postacoglu had never managed in uh, Europe essentially I had one short spell in Greece and, uh, and was very successful And I'd, is still very successful I'd be the last one to go ageist on Neil Warnock But I think there's too much attention paid to Neil Warnock uh, And not enough to the players That, that they're in 8th position Aberdeen uh, However What will be will be I think in general terms They've done the right thing by giving themselves breathing space Whether it's Jack Ross who's at Newcastle Neil Lennon who may or may not have Taking the Republic of Ireland job by that time uh, Alex Neil, I think would be Very good based on what he's done In his time in, in England uh, But Fundamentally they are right to take A few months to think about that this cl- That club to me looks like it needs a football Manager, not a coach You know, they've tried Barry Robson Jim Goodwin who obviously came from St Man in Alloa uh, Stephen Glass was the first one uh, That club to me Looks like it needs a, a leader A someone that's going to get in And just manage a football club From top to bottom And get it back into the shape that it should be Because everybody knows Aberdeen are a big club 
Kick off in five minutes We'll go back to Pataudry next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Call Robert Accident Repair Fault and non-fault insurance specialist Robert will even pay your excess The team with the biggest support In Glasgow and the West This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Moments away from kick-off at Pataudry Between Aberdeen and Celtic In the early kick-off There is a minute's applause going on at the moment for former Aberdeen captain Ali Shewan who played for them in the 60s he was there about a decade as a, an Aberdeen Hall of Famer so the, the players and the staff and the, the fans in the crowd paying their respects at the moment there will be the black armbands on as well we will try and go back to Pataudry just for a final bit of build up once that is over well, uh, I, I look at the game and it's a very difficult afternoon for two clubs. Aberdeen, eighth in the league, looking for their fourth manager, as Dave Galloway said, in under three years. Uh, it went toxic laterally with Barry Robson uh, and now it's Aberdeen in transition. The minute's applause is over. Let's hear from Dave Galloway at Pataudry. Yes, Celtic line up. Hart in goals. Johnston, Navrovsky, Scales and Burnaby at the back. O'Reilly, McGregor and Bernardo in midfield. Abada, Kyogo and Palma up front. Uh, Aberdeen, Roos in goals. Then it's uh, Devlin, Gartenman, Jensen and McKenzie. Then Barron and Shinney sitting with Pulvara, Phillips and McGrath in front. And Mayovsky leading the lines. That's how the lineups look this lunchtime. Hopefully, we'll be served up a feast of entertaining football as Aberdeen take on Celtic. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with MD Green Pharmacy. New Year, New Start. Quit the cigarettes with the smoking cessation programme. Yes, Boyan Mayovsky standing over the ball, ready to go at Pitodre for. What is, it's always a good game isn't it Whenever one of Glasgow's big two go up to Pataudry There's always something interesting that happens Well on the face of it Given the stats uh, It ought to be a win for Celtic But Joe Hart for me They should have had a replacement goalkeeper in in January Just one of the omissions that uh, Will haunt Celtic if they don't win the title uh, Bernabe Dumped by Gordon DL Oh dear, I think we might have some VAR no. issues already The game hasn't kicked off by the way But there looks to be some sort of I don't know whether it's communication Technical issues with VAR So there is going to be a bit of a stoppage At the moment Just while they, they work out what is going on we think they would have checked us before yeah. <laughs> The Hawkeye guys in there You know, handing over headphones to the assistant referee get us checked before we're in danger of making off. ourselves a laughing stock because it happened at one ground last Saturday where the I think it was Kilmarnock against Hibs where the kickoff was delayed for five minutes where they got this all worked out uh, it, it makes us look Mickey Mouse yeah, yeah hopefully it doesn't last too long but while we wait why don't I get a prediction we'll do this game first and then yeah. we'll do the three o'clock kickoffs later on so Aberdeen yeah. against Celtic Hugh Keevans a draw one Draw. one. Well, he was talking about stats. I've got to go with the personnel. I can't ignore the personnel Celtic have got at the top end of the pitch. You look at Kyogo, Palma, Bada, McGregor, Riley, and Bernardo. The goals in those six will mean Celtic will win three one. Gordon. Well, Aberdeen sacked her manager for a reason, so I don't expect them to be world beaters all of a sudden. Uh, I am going for a Celtic narrow win two one. 
Interested at the moment Because referee Stephen McLean Has Brendan Rodgers And Peter Levin Over Must be explaining What is going wrong With the technology At the moment You wonder whether Do they decide If it's not working To go ahead Without VAR Which they can do But the fact he's gone over And explained it And is now running Towards the centre circle Could that be no, What they do no, in this game Potentially no option. If it's not working It's not working Let's call the game, game off how, will, how did it get to this point? I'm being serious though. Get to kickoff point. I suppose you never know with technology though. Sometimes it can just it, it can just, just shut down. It, uh, yeah. It just yeah. shuts down at kickoff. Just I switch mean, everything off and then switch all back on again. That's what I do. That's a sol- solution for everything. But you're yeah, right. I think game. when you get you get one a season or a couple of season, you can maybe forgive. But two in two weeks in our leagues with two big important games, no. Needs to be much better. One guarantee right, we finally, have. we are underway. We will find out the information to see whether the uh, game does have VAR or not. But either way, the game is underway. Get Dave to walk down those steps here and just <laughs> ask because <laughs> it's right in front of him. The game will be infinitely better if there's no VAR. Better off without it and let the referee do what they used to do in the old days. Referee the game. Oh, but One thing it'll a mean, goal goes in or something, Hugh, yeah. and it's just well, marginally offside. I think that, that, that is a big issue, though, as well, because there will be supporters if there is an offside or if there is a penalty decision and but VAR. Since, but since the installation of VAR, all we've done is argue. The VAR's made no difference to arguments. I know, but it, it will just be a different argument, won't it? There's always yeah. something to argue about, but we'll but see. Let's it'll concentrate mean, on the football. I'm fed up with VAR. It'll mean Dave Galloway will get up the road quicker if there is no VAR. We don't have that confirmed anyway, but we will wait and see. As bus is new duty 26, he's quite happy to stay on. <laughs> Loves a bus, Dave, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it's Celtic, Celtic with some early pressure, and they're going to get a free kick in a dangerous area just a minute into the game. It was Matt O'Reilly skipping by. An Aberdeen defender before going down. This is the sort of perfect range for a left footer, isn't it, Mark? Oh, yes, certainly is. And it's a sharp start from Celtic. You've seen Kyogo moments ago just driving at the Aberdeen defence. O'Reilly doing the same there. And it's set up. Palmer's come over, but O'Reilly, you've got to say, would, would fancy this, surely? I think that could go anyway, right or left, to be honest with you. But traditionally, that is, that, is the, that favours Lefty. a left footer, that side, oh, though, well, doesn't it? Well, hold on a minute. If that's Rangers, is Tavernier taking that free kick? No. Barisic. Barisic no, would probably not. take no, but no, but, no, he's not. Don't no, even but listen might, to him. But, but Barisic has taken quite a few free kicks from that area. From that, from that, from area. that area, a right footer has taken. So you, you're saying hey, Palmer's hitting us, is he? That, um, that goes against any football logic that I've ever known. That area of the park where it's right of centre area, is where a left footer takes a free kick. Um, O'Reilly steps up to take into the wall. There you go. To should I let the uh, Palmer take it? I'm telling you that area. Uh, uh, so from t- the other side, Tavernier. you say that favours a. Ta- from, I'm from not the saying other that. Side, what I'm saying is the best free kick. Tavernier would have taken that free kick. Hundred percent. Hundred. But what I'm saying is it favours a left footer. Right. Which okay. is a hundred percent true. Right. Okay. <laughs> Trying Can't to dig himself out of hole. You know what I mean? He's digging himself out of hole. Five aside side players sitting here arguing with him. By the way, says the guy who struggled to walk into the studio today. Oh, well, we're off and running the six hours today. <laughs> oh, he's a disgrace. His ankle was. He had a crutch last week, Andrew. Can you believe that? He hobbled in with a crutch. Now he's got no crutch. Oh yeah, did, did we get the update on whether you actually went and played golf the next I didn't, day? Didn't mate. Yeah, um, I'm golf. even. Did sh- you not I've, make it? No. Absolutely no chance. I'm struggling even today. It's a nightmare. I don't know what's um, Any good fuzzles out there? Please give me a phone. Oh one four one nine four one one. Yeah. So no early action really. That Matt O'Reilly free kick went into the wall. Celtic got a, a corner. Uh, played it short. Couldn't quite work it into the box. But 
Celtic with a, a bit of early pressure But not too much going on in the opening three minutes Well at least they've started in the front foot I mean they have to make uh, An improvement that is 100% Better than the way they played last week Against Ross County That's what got everyone upset At the start of the last week of the transfer window When uh, we have invented a word Thanks to our listeners We have invented a word here To describe the Celtic supporters at the moment And that is the Scunnerati and the Scunnerati did not like the look of the game against Ross County So Celtic had to start on the front foot today uh, And they have done so You see the Oxford Dictionary taking that up here next year As oh, yeah, a word of the year language, and admitting it in Language must evolve Scunnerati would get in my dictionary It sounds like the worst secret society ever or something <laughs> uh, Dan Brown but <laughs> I agree with the lads I think Celtic have started quite sharp here uh, this, uh, this afternoon Yeah, it certainly yeah, is It is afternoon, yeah Yeah um, I, I think it's a completely different game from Ross County The the full turning point in last week was that penalty kick miss And then all of a sudden it was downhill As my player comes in here, left hand side But they're certainly on the front foot But there's a chance here of the counter attack But Aberdeen just give away to you <laughs> You went early with the counter attack No I didn't <laughs> I knew what you I was doing 30 yards in an own goal yeah. uh, Can I control it Is it a big day for Alejandro Bernabe Because yes he was involved in the goal against Ross County But you know he's, he's been at Celtic for a long time now Had only played what four times this season Before that Ross County game Clearly has been out of favour with Brendan Rodgers But with Greg Taylor out does he need to make an impact today? Listen, I think it's it's long past that now, Andrew. I think you get players who have a lack of game time, who sit in the stand, who sit in the bench, and they come in and you say statements like that, and you think they've got a real chance. You know, if they play well today, and then next week's the same, and, and they're back in the picture. I think it's far gone for Burnaby now. I think he's had his opportunities. I think even his off-field stuff isn't probably befitting a... What Celtic expect as well So he's let himself down A couple of occasions In that respect But on the pitch Is what's important And he's, he's been well Below the standard A three and three quarter Million pound player Who Has been found to be Like many at Celtic Unworthy of the jersey So The time will come When he's offloaded He's there As an emergency stopgap Because Greg Taylor Is out injured But To be fair to him Concentrating on this game And this game Alone, he started well in keeping with the rest of the Celtic players. Yeah, just under six minutes gone at Pitodre, nil nil between Aberdeen and Celtic. What do you think Peter Levin will be thinking as well? I always find it quite interesting when a manager is just sort of thrust into a caretaker spell. For some reason, I just think aesthetically it always looks funny on the touchline. I don't yes. know if it's a, a manager who's not really been a manager before. They sometimes try and do managerial things, copy managers they've seen before. Do you remember your first time in a Scratch in a dugout team. when you were a manager? Uh, well, it would have been at Airdrie, at Albion Rovers. Oh, oh, no chance for Celtic here. Kyogo's touch is just too heavy, but the clearance falls for Abada. It's blocked, but it That's is in, and Celtic have not? opened the scoring. Goal flashes with M and D Green Pharmacy. Well, it's all a bit scrappy, but that does not matter. Celtic have taken the lead. It was a shot from Leila Bada. It was saved initially, and Lewis Palma is there to tap home from a few yards out. Well, the build-up wasn't scrappy because it's a fantastic pass. Is it Navrotsky over the top yep. for Kyogo? I don't know what the Aberdeen back four are thinking, but Kyogo's first touch, I thought it was great. Wee bit too heavy, and you think Aberdeen have got away with that. Abada falls it up. Decent save. Palma's there to knock it in. It's all about rehabilitation for Palma. He missed two penalties last week 
and uh, we had callers on the programme who were not happy with the way he took them and his reaction when he missed the second one but it's about rehabilitation and he has paid back his debt in full with a goal you've got to say Aberdeen's full back four switch off and Celtic absolutely punished him I disagree with Mark I thought Kyogo's touch was terrible um, but it comes to a bad uh, and it's a good effort great save by the goalkeeper got to shake he's just save. unlucky Kel Roos really isn't yeah. he because he needs to just get a touch on it he does and it just it ends up you wonder though is Aye. Lewis Palmer offside I, I, I said there. that right away I, I said that right away yeah I think yeah. there's a oh, that oh, might oh, not oh, be do working. we know if VAR is, is working or yeah, not there's certainly a stoppage uh, in play at the moment so it looks as if VAR is up I get what you're running. saying right about Kyogo's touch but that's a hard one to take but he gets that but you said it was it. a great touch no I thought it was a great touch but then it was just a wee bit heavy but he gets it across the defender defender I think should do much better what, I, what I would well. say was it's a terrific run a terrific pick out um, but Aberdeen if you're Aberdeen you, you'd be really Disappointed in your back men, Garner, man. Celtic, I don't know what he's thinking Celtic absolutely punished them there Can we just explain? I, will, I will also say that This is one of the issues with VAR Because we at home Don't know I don't you know, There's obviously commentary on the TV They may be making it clearer But for those in the stadium as well You won't have a clue what's going on Because the VAR setup is different Because someone I'm assuming the fourth official Is standing there with a headset That looks hooked up to the VAR screen But it's no Stephen no McLean is now speaking to Callum McGregor. He's been talking to to players that look quite clearly offside oh, from the pictures offside. we've seen. Yeah, but it, we don't actually know what's happening. But that that is the one of the problems with VAR that there just isn't enough um, clarity. At I, times. But, but forget about VAR, right? I, I clearly looked at that and right away. The assistant we're... should be catching that. Exactly. That's my point. As much as we can have a goat VAR, what is the lad in the the with the flag and the, the assistant referee doing? Can he, we, he must be up with play. Can we with assume that. here that since the screen appears not to be working at Petardry, that, that, that Stephen McLean is taking instructions? But from he, d- he, he wouldn't need a screen at this point anyway. The goal has been ruled out. Yeah. It will not stand. But he wouldn't need a screen at that point anyway because it's just offside. That's black and white. He wouldn't go over to the screen in that scenario. He would just get told by the VAR. Whether yeah. he was offside or not So the screen isn't actually needed in that scenario So anyway Rehabilitation has gone For Louis Palmer He's back to where he started He has to atone for two missed penalties last week But Just to put everyone's mind at rest It was Clearly Transparently Undeniably Offside Got to say Good save from Roos Because mm-hmm. when that rebounded to Abada um, And took it in his chest Got it in target Roos down his left You know And saved it And it eventually diverted to Palmer But I've got to say Celtic have started very sharp now opening 10 minutes you know they look they're passing the ball about they're getting into good positions Aberdeen are playing with this sort of a one up top he's changed the system Um, it looks like he's tried to flood the middle part but Celtic are moving the ball and their movement is just catching Aberdeen out too much just now Well the early defending worry Peter leaving just for that goal because first of all it was a long straight ball up that Kyogo gets the first contact on. If his touch was better, he was in, but it was a hard ball to take down. It then comes to Richard Jensen, who clears the ball, but straight into the path of Leela Bada. There's a shot there from Celtic as well. That one is saved. This time it was Lewis Palmer from a tight angle. Aberdeen actually looked frightened of Celtic. They, they, they haven't got across the halfway line since the game started. Uh, we're 11 minutes in, and... 
Celtic continued to press and Aberdeen for me looked intimidated by the whole thing. Do you thing. know what I think the problem is Hugh? I think that the the managers went in there and obviously changed one or two things which you want to do. You're in there, interim manager, I'm going to make, uh, put my own stamp on it. Aberdeen players look like they don't know the system they're playing yeah. and what they're doing. Is that what's tough when an interim manager comes in? If Peter Levin has tried to put his own stamp 100%. on things, he's not had a lot of time to work on it whatsoever. They're then going into a game against you know, the, the top team in the country, the top team in the, the Premiership, top of the table. It's going to be a tough a tough afternoon to try and implement things that a caretaker boss has put in place in a game like this. Well, you know... Who said life was easy? They've just got to make the the most of it. And whether you know Gordon's right that they're they they're really not too sure what they're supposed to be doing, or whether there's an element of intimidation, whatever is the case. I was about to say they're not going places, but they are now. Yeah, they do have the ball well close to the Celtic box, but it was a touch from Jamie McGrath that didn't go into the path of Bojan Miowski, and Celtic can clear goes all the way back into the Aberdeen half. Their first real venture forward, but not able to make anything of it. Boyan Miofsky is the, the man they'll be looking to, though he's in really oh, yeah. good form. You may be surprised there wasn't some interest in him in, in January. Yeah, uh, I think so. I think especially from the two clubs here who looked like they needed a striker, but no bid made. Maybe the price was just too high for Miofsky, but he's certainly has a quality player who knows how to I, find I, him. I, I sort of I think there would be interest in him, but I, I agree with Mark, what Mark says there. I think Aberdeen... Maybe volume a little bit more than clubs are willing to, to pay for him. He's certainly a very, very good talent. Whether he'll enjoy this role this afternoon chasing about, I don't really know. But Celtic one front foot again, really yeah, going at Aberdeen. Taken down there, that will be a, a free kick to which Aberdeen can't believe it. But Lewis Palmer, it was one of those where I think he just skipped over the leg of, of Stefan Gartenman and you end up off balance. There wasn't any contact. Is that a, a foul for you? Um... No. You'd be unhappy as a <laughs> player, but yeah. No, not for me. I'd, I'd, I'd be saying I'd, I made an attempt for the ball. Palma certainly avoided, but he's taken three steps here before he's actually went down. So now I can see where Gartnerman's coming from that one. But an opportunity for Celtic. Palma will certainly put this right in top of Ruse, try and get a few bodies across him to make it difficult. This is where Lewis Palma can be dangerous because his right foot deliveries are. Very good. Is this the type of one that you just want to drop in? I was going to say drop in towards the back post. It doesn't make it past the first man. Hit and miss, Andrew, Mm. because you're right. Sometimes he's got a wicked delivery that's right in the money. Others will go over everyone, and then that one's the opposite. That one doesn't even clear the first man. Pretty inconsistent with his deliveries, but when he gets it right, it is pretty spectacular. But he just doesn't get it right an awful lot. This is one of those games that you, you, if you're in the Celtic camp, you're thinking, we're in top here, we need to make this count. We need to get yeah. a goal. We need to get a goal here. Um, obviously, they've been close with the offside one, but they're really in top here, Aberdeen. They've got Aberdeen on the rails just now. They've got to punish them. Yeah, corner comes in from Celtic. It's headed away by Jamie McGrath. Once again, not the delivery they were looking for. Well, it doesn't beat the front man again. Um Good it was a lovely ball. reverse pass yeah. from Burnaby. It's just too much from or for Lewis Palma, I should say. Mm. But it was a good idea from Burnaby. Oh, he's got that mm. in his locker. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Oh, you're going back, are you? Yeah. It's a great Celtic play, though. You know, with both full backs and the wide guys staying wide and then running behind to create those gaps that Burnaby or 
Johnson the other side can play that pass inside the full back just too much in that one I've got to say I've enjoyed the, the opening yeah. encounters I think it's been a good game uh, Celtic certainly come out of the traps the better um, unfortunately not to be one up because obviously Palmer's offside goal it was a, a terrific move from Celtic Aberdeen really offered nothing we've not seen much of Joe Hart I think as a home side they'll be looking for a little bit more in the forward areas you would have thought that the, the goal being disallowed correctly but being disallowed it might have given Aberdeen a little boost a little incentive but they, they just don't look miles off it Dante Bovara down with a head knock just went in for an aerial challenge with Burnaby there he was caught but I'm not sure there's much in it nothing like Burnaby's right arm there but Burnaby clearly going for the ball uh, nothing in it at all he's back in his feet what about that haircut does love Burnaby it. I love it I'm loving that haircut you know uh, a zero in the sides and just that wee tuft of hair bit of a mullet on the go I've had the length I'd probably maybe give that a month I'd give that a, the, the, the January February month you know oh, you'd try that oh yeah you? yeah I think I'd look cool in that see what your success rate would what, be what one of the super scoreboards <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, one of the super scoreboard I mean, pundits would look his. best with that uh, with that Burnaby haircut do you think Ooh, the super oh Roger <laughs> Gabs Gabs is the one that would do it yeah G- Gabs. Gabs is the most likely to, to do, do it, it. yeah uh-huh. yeah definitely Gabs Great move again there from Celtic. Yep. Just, you know, that ball over the top, a badder threatening. And, you know, for any young wingers, the Celtic wingers certainly look to go in behind more than most. And they get that's why they get up the pitch so much. Great way of playing. Yeah, the delivery comes in this time. It is a, a Celtic Scales. head that meets the ball. Liam Scales at the front post, but that one is off target. They're not the biggest Celtic except plays, you've got to say. I think no. Aberdeen would probably have the advantage in that. Uh, Scales is probably their most likely yeah. Aerial target isn't he Yeah, yeah I think obviously. he should actually do better there I think he just needs to glance at The pace is on the ball It's out swinging So just glance at Gets too much on it He's by the front post So just any wee nick Would take it into a dangerous area So uh, what, what I was going to finish there with Andrew Is if you're going to score a set player I think the delivery has got to be perfect If the delivery is perfect Doesn't matter how big the defenders are If you time the run right You get the everything correct Delivery, the pace is on the ball, then you'll cause problems. But um, as I say, I, I've been very impressed with Celtic in opening minutes. They're really getting at Aberdeen here. Yeah, good first time ball by Matt O'Reilly out wide to find Leila Bada. Goes to the byline, cuts it back, but that one is blocked again. Just the, the final ball from Celtic, not quite there at the moment. I think that was a hard one, but I don't, I don't think you would mind that for your winger. You know, taking the full back on early doors, getting to the byline. You just couldn't dig it out as much, but the pressure still. Pressure still firmly on Aberdeen. They just can't complete three passes. You know, it's one pass and then hoofed back to Celtic and allow them to come at them again. There's no composure from the Aberdeen players. And you look at the quality they've got in their squad. Neil Neil Warnock was phoned to say, "Listen, if anything about yeah. it, yeah, uh, I'm all right, thank you." Well, I think is it Nicky Devlin's just taken a, a sore one there. Nothing in it. Kyogo has just tried to. Block his clearance and has made a bit of contact there, but he's he's fine. He's back to his feet. Kyogo's gone in search of the ball. He's he's fed up lack of services. I think he's going to wait to get the ball see if he can do it on his own. I mean that was that was the talk at the start of the season, wasn't it? That you know Celtic fans, some Celtic fans anyway, thought he was dropping a lot deeper. It's yeah. maybe not happening quite as much these days, but maybe Kyogo's still trying to. 
to warm into the Brendan Rodgers system is well, scoring goals but maybe just hasn't hit the heights that he did under Ange Postacoglu you know, Kyogo has the same number of goals as Cyril Dessers and Dessers has taken unbelievable stick since he arrived at Rangers so I think Kyogo to make up for the lack of service why there's a lack of service is for Brendan Rodgers to solve but Kyogo's gone looking for the ball to see if he can just do it on his own I'm sort of in a different camp from that I, if I was managing Kyogo I'd be telling him just stay at the centre halves just stay on their shoulders it doesn't matter if you don't get a kick for 80 minutes guaranteed I mean that, that was him under Ange Postacoglu wasn't yeah, it he could, yeah. go, he, he could go a whole game and barely touch, touch the ball it. and end up with two goals and Look, as the hero at the end of the day that's his strength that's his ability that's what he's all about that's what he made his name at Celtic uh, Football Club with that's why the fans love him and adore him so me, I would play to his strength and just tell him to play in the shoulders of the, the defenders because he will cause so many problems to get to the right service. Aberdeen making their way up the park. You know, they get a, a throw in just down in the corner. First chance for them to maybe try and get this ball into the Celtic box. Well, long throw in, see what can be done. It really is their first chance. Some of them must have a nosebleed. They're so close to Joe Hart. Hmm. You know, it's always interesting when you see teams they've, they've not been up the pitch but they get a throw on like this and they think we'll just chuck it into the box rather than try to invent something or, or, or you know create a crossing opportunity let's chuck it in the box and even, even when they've happens. maybe not even got someone that's capable of because the Put thing is you, you can have some players who have a decent long throw but some players who can just throw the ball far but it's that looped delivery that, that never leads to anything Kyogo trying to dance past a few Aberdeen players it's scrappy at the edge of the box Aberdeen eventually get it away but only as far as Alistair Johnson over on the right side no. he's taken a couple of poor touches <laughs> and manages to get a, a throw in out of in it. that area of the pitch yeah but I, I thought it was a clear foul on Kyogo maybe he just overran it a wee bit there he, was, he always looked like he was struggling no nah, he just kicked the back yeah, of McGrath's McGrath legs yeah. actually okay, yeah it's Kyogo that makes contact with McGrath he just lost control out there but a good opportunity, good ball from Matt O'Reilly. First time, you know, no other thought in his mind to get Kyogo on the run. Was that what you'd taught Alistair Johnson? That cup, no, no, I was never, I was all <laughs> about. Well, I was meaning the two touches before it. The two touches, no, <laughs> I, I worked I worked on his positional play and stuff like that. Um, he's, he's a very talented boy, very strong, but uh, he needs leadership. And I gave him plenty of that in Canada. I'm delighted I remember where I was What age was he again? What, what sort four. of age group were you, were <laughs> you coaching fours. at that point? Uh, no, would have been 14s around <laughs> about that Were they playing with size 5s, size 3s? Yeah, Parcel um, Parcel was uh, I was always excited <laughs> <laughs> His positioning was outstanding He was no, always that, near the seat He was brilliant to run round the circle And touching somebody's cheese <laughs> <laughs> Musical cheers, he was excellent Oh, good lad I, I do remember Because uh, everybody Point up out And say look This boy will go far In the game But I didn't he did. I didn't Canada know he, I didn't know Smiles. He followed me to Scotland But uh, I'm delighted To see him playing uh, So well For Celtic Celtic had a bit of difficulty <laughs> Passing out from The back It's up the end Of his sentences He just puts that Final word in there <laughs> Just in case somebody It's, it's almost as if he's just making football. it all up And he doesn't believe it It's those, like, those uh, painkillers That I got to, went out of his car to get For his ankle I was just trying to buy a bit of time 
How how much did you consider the crutch again today? Oh, big time. I'm struggling. I really am struggling. I'm sitting down. I never sit. Um, but look, more to do with the, the game. I'm enjoying the game. That's taking the pain away, I've got to say. Need a goal. Yeah, 23 minutes gone. Celtic will get a, a free kick. It was Graham Shinney diving in there. Will be the first yellow card of the match. And he makes absolutely no protest. Yeah. <laughs> he clearly knows it was... An out and out yellow card. Yeah. It was a really nice turn by Lewis Palmer, wasn't it? Just spins Graham Shinney who steams in and kicks him on the back of the ankle. You know what, Aberdeen are living dangerously. You know, even when they do try to spring a few passes, as soon as it breaks down, Celtic are just looking first and foremost to go forward as quickly as possible. Get it near the front men. That time they managed to work out it to Palmer. And it was just behind him. And Shinney has to take a fill. But Palmer's got another opportunity here to Rectify his previous poor free kicks. Yeah, both hands go up for Lewis Palmer. It's a low Dear drilled me. delivery that is actually worse than the first one. You know, the, the, the frustrating thing about that is Celtic bring up their centre backs. Now, if you're going to bring up your centre backs, you're not drilling a ball like that in low. You've got to put it in for them to go and attack it. That's very disappointing from Palmer. I've got to say that. Yeah, what is the what is the idea with what he's trying to do there? Because he he's going for a low flat. Is that just a case of I, trying to get someone to get any sort of nick on it? No, I think he's actually trying to drill that to the back post, probably just overhead height. Now that's an awkward one. Navrotsky has just been uh, yellow carded there. Now, in his position, you know, twenty five minutes to go in the first half, another forty five after that. It's a long afternoon for Navrotsky. Yeah, it was just second to the ball. It sort of dropped over Killian Phillips' shoulder. He got the first touch on it. Mike Navrotsky went in with his, his boot kind of high and, and caught Killian Phillips. Like no complaints from Navrotsky Yeah, we just, we just see Brendan there with the old pen and notepad. Does like his notepad, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, probably getting his summer signings. All right, okay, I'll not get that list one. for the night. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably not <laughs> get that him. instead of me. <laughs> my online delivery. Yeah. There's, not, there's not many notepad managers, is there? I think Jose Mourinho's one. He, he quite likes his notepad, doesn't he? I, try, I tried that for effect when I was a manager. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah, I, That's I, what you're talking about. Doing things that other managers do just to look I, like a manager. I, I did. See when I started I had the wee notepad and, yeah. and then I, I was spending too much time Writing down That I wasn't even looking at the action <laughs> And I thought I, I'm kind of make heads or tails Am I writing anyway? Surely you've, you know, uh, assistants and whatever Can be doing do, that for you If you really need it I, I, just, I, I, I went the other way I was going No very good game <laughs> No enjoying this Right And then I realised I better watch If I'm ever at a game With a TV camera Because they can zoom Nowadays they, They've done that At West Ham Didn't they oh, West, They can see what's on They've done that at West the, Ham the West Ham uh, Is it Padre? Is it uh, Alan Pardew yeah. Oh, yeah I remember this and, and he had He'd written down one nil. He'd written down <laughs> The score <laughs> <laughs> A chance for Celtic here It's Callum McGregor's efforts He just couldn't keep it down Goes over the bar Well after Celtic's bright start And they continue to be the dominant team By far In the game But uh, All of a sudden We're 27 minutes in And You know It's still goalless Gosh, yeah, I think Celtic are playing quite well I think they're moving it side to side uh, and, and quickly That's always the thing with Brendan Rodgers When his team Doesn't get a good result Or they play poorly He's always talking about the speed of the ball and I think today has been particularly high. And they're getting out to Abada quite quickly. They're getting out to Palma quickly. It's just that final bit. They're creating okay opportunities. None really clear cut. But I think he'll be happy with how they're going so far. 
I would certainly be happy with the start that Celtic have made. Uh, I know what Hugh's saying, sometimes you're going 26 minutes on, we've dominated most of the game, but we've not got that breakthrough. But if they keep chatting at the door, I'll eventually open. I think it's always interesting to see the mentality of players once their manager has been sacked from an Aberdeen perspective. Sometimes they, they do get a bounce from that, other times... Not quite so much What would you say From what were you laughing at <laughs> Breaking went on A seven game On beat run When he left <laughs> <laughs> uh, What we get in now Oh I left him In league two And then they're still In the Highland League And they're still formed I, 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 think, I think they might be Top of the Highland yeah, League in you were a big Don't, uh, don't bow away For that you But they've put been in there For three years Or something Let's not talk about him But what kind of bounce Um I think it's always hard to judge when you're playing against a, a team that's possession base like they Celtic. They are top of the Highland League, by the are way. That's uh, uh, Bucky Nugget games in hand or something like that. So that uh, doesn't count. Oh, to be fair, they've only played 14 mm, games exactly, and Breakin so. have played no. 90. Exactly. I come from somebody that's not bothered about that. Goals for against. Well, it was a sore one oh, from yeah, skills, a, yeah. A kick to the head. It was Killian Phillips who, who got a good contact on the ball, but just ended up catching Liam Scales with a follow through. Did he least, get a booking for that? No. Yeah, I don't think so. His, his foot was very, very high indeed, was it not? But at least Scales, like a, a proper footballer, just get up and get on with it rather than the, the crybabies you get be still rolling around. Just when we seen that Cal McGregor shot there, I couldn't help but thinking that was his goal, remember, 1-0 in the Jim Goodwin yep. one. Was that last January? Was that last year? Yeah. Just after the World Cup? Because an awful lot has happened in a year. I think it was last January. Where Aberdeen were minutes away from a 0-0 with Celtic. Uh, December, 17th December. of December. Yeah, yeah, so just after yeah. the World Cup, just you're right. over a year ago. Yep. You think of what's happened at that club within a year. Incredible. Do you know, funny you should say that, right? You're talking about that game. This has got the same pattern to it because Jim played everybody behind the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Aberdeen are doing the exact same. And eventually, you thought of that game, they were going to get a point. McGregor scores. I think this could be the same scenario. He got a lot of criticism as well for it, didn't he? Despite the fact that, you know, they, they, oh, oh, there's a chance, chance for Celtic here. Oh, Luis Palma, oh, that one better. at tight angle, should really be hitting the target, but it yeah. skims off the top of the bar. And he knows he should have hit yeah. the target. The look in his face tells you that. Uh, you know, it's a bad miss for me. Corner to the six yard box, Andrew. It sits nice. Really good, first touch. good touch. Yep. He's got to be putting that on target. Has top of the bar, but he's got to be putting that in the back of the net. He is an interesting one, Lewis Palmer, because if you just look at the. We talked about it briefly earlier, but if you just look at the stats in terms of goals and assists. Very good at this point in the season for his first six months or so in Scottish football, but does he just blow hot and cold too much? He's a typical wide man, isn't he? Uh, I think Abada's a little bit like that as well. I think there's a lot of... And it's been for years and years. I played with one of the best wingers ever was Davy Cooper. And I remember that everybody would always speak about Coop's fantastic games, but there was a couple of games that Coop really never touched the ball never got in, in, involved uh, never contributed anything oh, but sounds like you're saying he's overrated then <laughs> that's, what, that, that's like, what I'm taking from that I, ju- I just said that one of the best wingers ever and I will stick oh, by you're that you're saying he didn't contribute um, sometimes but no I'm talking about sometimes wingers do have those days when you know they just don't make the impact you're looking for are those players really hard to rotate and drop for some managers because 
They might not have great games all the time, but and here's Luis Palma again. again cuts in on his right foot. This one is blocked again. But really hard for managers to to drop or rotate because they are capable of, of yeah. getting you goals and getting assists in crucial moments. However, they, they might go a game or two or three at times and, and, and not do the business. Well, they're the match winners. That's why you pay premium for them and they'll be on big wages. Um, like, and I suppose if he did it all the time. I know wouldn't be that, here. They wouldn't be in Scottish wouldn't football. Be here, but there's no doubt he's got talent. You can see it. He's got great technique. Yeah. You just want more from him. Um, because he scored some spectacular goals, because he's had some eye-catching assists, you think, well, why can't he do that all the time? But that's the point, Andrew. If he did it all the time, whether people like it or not, he wouldn't have been scored. I've got to say, he's been very much involved in this game so far. Um, I think he was a little bit slack there. I think that's a good opportunity. He's got to move that ball quicker out of his feet, give himself the, the chance to get a shot and cause the goalkeeper problems but he's been very involved so far in the opening 31 minutes now there's the damning stats Aberdeen with no shots no shots on target no touches inside the opposition box the stats of a team who are getting a going over and have no idea what to do about it see that's that, that worries me that Hugh uh, you're a home side you're the interim manager I'm looking for a little bit more positivity. Yeah. I, I really am, especially at home, especially at Petori. Everybody keeps saying this, oh, it's a difficult place to go. Uh, not really if you if you put everybody behind the ball and hope that you can snatch a goal in the counter-attack, which is possible to do because of the quality you've got up front. But the way that Aberdeen is, if I was going along there as a, a, an Aberdeen fan, I'd be quite disappointed oh. so far in the, the the contribution in this game. You mentioned it's possible with the quality up front. Boyan Mielski is very good, but if he's just got Nothing. no supply whatsoever, then it's hard to... Be, he's then kind of relying on a mistake or something along those lines, isn't he? Yeah, and they might have one here because Celtic give it away. Yeah, McGrath no, goes out wide, but... Once again, well, Aberdeen uh, unable to, see, to that, do anything passes a, it straight out of play. That's the problem. You know, Aberdeen look like they're lacking in direction. You know, no real patterns of play. You know, when players get the ball, they're just, you know, lumping it up to an area and hoping one of the, you know, wider guys or Miofsky can get a flick on. And that's kind of been the same all season, you've got to say. Barry Robson, uh, you know, people were, Aberdeen fans were moaning that they were missing out their best players in the middle of the park just to go direct. Peter Levin's come in and he said he's trying to work on a few things. Seems to be taking on the same message or or the same shape. Here they are now with a decent chance, but again... They can't they are, pass the ball. Yeah. They, they literally cannot pass the ball to a red. Um, they've, been, they've been really poor. And Celtic, as I say, the only thing that's missing from Celtic's opening 33 is a goal. Um, and they deserve a goal because they've been far the better side. Okay, they've not put immense pressure onto the goalkeeper but possession wise moving the ball about they've certainly been far the better side near a team that looked like they've got to score Is this the type of game that maybe new signings sitting on the bench think you know I, I could come on here and, and get an opportunity and, and make an impact I know it's still only early in the game 10 minutes to go until half time but will Adam Ida and Nicholas Kuhn maybe be looking thinking look if I, if I get an opportunity to go on I could, oh, I could make a real impact oh, got Especially attacking players when you've been brought in and Ida like Eddie will be aware of the, the you know, social media comments about him. He'll be desperate to go on there and show that he is a real player. And for Kuhn, he's been here for a couple of weeks now, so he'll be desperate again to contribute and get in that starting lineup because that's what they're here for to actually contribute and play every week. And now Kuhn's got 
Abada and he's got Palmer ahead of him just now. If the game keeps going like this, then it's the best situation. For I think. Him. I think if you're a striker, particularly, you're looking at the pattern they play here, and you're thinking we're playing well, we're creating few balls into the box. This could be ideal for me this afternoon to get my first goal. Got him running. Well, then Nicholas Coon as well might look at the opportunities that Lewis Palmer's had as well and think, well, you know, yeah, could yeah, be in that but, position. But I I'm, could... I'm looking at if you come on as a wide man and you play 10 games as a wide man, you play well. Nobody's really, you won't be criticised for lack of goals. If you're a striker and you're playing for Celtic or you're playing for Rangers and you play 10 games and you've not scored a goal, listen, the pressure mounts. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, 35 minutes gone at Putaudry. It's Aberdeen nil, Celtic nil. Of course, there are some big games to come later on at three o'clock. Rangers against Livingston, Motherwell, Kilmarnock. Looking forward to seeing the Kevin Van Veen news, whether he's in the Kilmarnock team or not. Yeah, man, yeah. Uh, I read a quote from Derek McInnes this morning where he said that uh, obviously Van Veen hasn't played since November, Mm -hmm. uh, but he's a talismanic player. And I, I think the very sight of him will spook Motherwell. Uh, he won't start But The minute he appears on the park Every Motherwell Man, woman and child supporter Will think He'll score the winner I've got to say They must have sold some pies this season Down in Kilmarnock The squad they've got is incredible The recruitment's been great <laughs> You've got to say haven't you? you look at You look at the forward areas Derek McInnes is, He's got an abundance of riches to, to, His hardest uh, job will be Picking the right formation for that you talk about every man, woman, and child and mother. Well, are all of them fullbacks? Is the question. Yeah. Well, you know, the, it, it's a real difficult one for them today, and they could really do with the result. That, that you know, unfortunate. They get Adam Montgomery from Celtic, and then sadly for him, he suffered a bad injury. He's gone back to Celtic for his rehab. Uh, but you've got to fancy Commander today. Yeah, it's looking good for Ange Postacoglu down south. I think they've just gone 2-1 up against Everton. Both goals from Richarlison. What a turnaround he's, he's made oh, yeah. of Richarlison. I think he's got nine goals in his last eight Premier does, League games. Now. Does that with players though? Ange, he's got a way of working. You know, doesn't he get too close to them off the pitch? But players just seem to react to him. His ideas on the pitch. He, he couldn't possibly do it, I don't think. But if it was this time next year, he'd be my choice to replace Klopp at Liverpool. You know, I think he can do that job. Do you know where I think he takes the biggest plaudits, Hugh? He lost Harry Kane. Yeah. And Harry Kane was the main man that scored. Look at the goals you've taken out of that team. I've watched Tottenham this year. I, I never used to bother with them. They're not a side that really, you know, attracted my eye. The football he plays is absolutely brilliant. I've got to give him all the credit in the world. I thought, like everybody else, difficult job. He may be sacked by Christmas, like we all thought when he came into Celtic. He's been absolutely terrific. Breath of fresh air down there for me. Well, Celtic on the attack again. Alistair Johnson, delivery doesn't make it past the first man. Will be a corner to Celtic. They'll be hoping the delivery from the set piece is better. Is the worst Aberdeen team you've ever seen? By the way, it's not far away, Hugh. It, it, just looking at them there, Miofsky. Miofsky's 25 yards from his own goal there. Everybody in that area. I know they're making it hard for Celtic, but... I mean, have a bit of ambition a at the chance time. here yeah. for Matt O'Reilly dropped to him, just couldn't keep it on target. He's disappointed with that. He's got that in his locker. Uh, it's one of those ones that everyone will tell you. You just lean back. He knows exactly what he's doing. Great chest, brings it down. He looks at that far corner. 
He's just leaning back too much, side foot. He's listen. Uh, he'll be disappointed with that with the quality he's got. But I uh, agree. I think if you're Aberdeen supporters and you're sitting there, I think you deserve a bit more. Um, I'm not saying you're up against a good Celtic team that are obviously up for it this afternoon, but at least give yourself a chance. The goals are up the other end if you're going to score one. The ball over the top towards Miofsky. Joe Hart is out there, manages to it's get a He's touch offside. on it. It's offside. Yeah, the flag goes up. Well, that, that, just that passage of play there, that seems to be Aberdeen's hope. And it seemed to be Aberdeen's hope for a long part of this season. That just a ball up, a flick on. It'll just fall two, to Miofsky. Aye, yeah. Two centre defenders are maybe a bit slating. And like the goal they scored against Rangers at Pataudry, that seems the game plan. You've got to be more imaginative than that, surely. Yeah, Leila Bada just being dispossessed. Yeah. He's still trying to get into his stride after his injury, Abada. I, I think so. I think it was it was quite a serious injury yeah. by all accounts. Great. The ball, ball in towards Miofsky there, and Joe Hart gathers, but mm. it was a good shape on that ball through Miofsky. Just maybe just a few inches off getting a vital touch. It was maybe a bit slow to react. Uh, is, he, is he offside? No, no, he's on. no, no, no. My defender. Oh, plays I think Miofsky nah, is trying to let it run across his body, isn't he? Yeah, it's a good ball. He times he's run very well. We opening that for Aberdeen, and that's it. If they don't take their opportunities, they know Celtic will be straight up the other end. Although uncharacteristic from Callum McGregor, yeah. that just puts it out of the park. Balloons a pass into the stand. He's been quiet this afternoon. Not seen him much. I had one shot, shot at the bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was going to say that. I think he has been as well. Um, but I think, I think, apart from a goal, I think Brendan Rodgers will be be quite happy. Um, they're dominating the game. Joe Hart's not been called into action um, it's just a case of can they get that door open because Aberdeen have set their stall out they're looking they'll take a nil-nil right now oh, yeah. or a counter-attack or a set player a mistake and you know take the three points that's the only way they're going to win it because they're certainly not been positive the Aberdeen fans can't believe that they're not behind and well behind I mean do Aberdeen just sort of take it in increments now and think well Half by the next five and then it's half time and then Without try doubt. not concede for the first ten minutes of the second half and just players keep doing are it looking at the clock just now thinking how long to go you know Devlin's taking the throw in here there's no doubt he would have had a wee glance okay four minutes to go can we keep it up here um, like said, are they a clock at Pataudra is it not on the is it on the advertising board now was it I've never some, some grounds obviously have didn't have that when I, I played there calendar I think they had there <laughs> And Jamie McGrath trying to go to the byline just overruns it. Over a goal kick for Celtic. Glad to see that's terrific defending. Uh, Burnaby, he just shows him. Um, <laughs> McGrath takes that extra touch. He showed him where the advertising yeah, exactly. board was. You're on, a, you're on the Burnaby bouncy castle. Oh, now. I'm coming back. He's he's actually played all right. I've that, got to say that there is maybe where Aberdeen just look completely disjointed because they have two players. Go. Celtic go forward we'll stick with this but they have two players forward pressing the goalkeeper pressing the two centre-backs Callum McGregor is completely free in between them with no one within 30 yards of him shocking Absolutely Joe Hart shocking. just passes the ball yeah. straight between the two centre-backs to Callum McGregor who can turn and has his whole half a, a, a team with no direction there because how can you not know that that's what Celtic do how can you have someone so far from McGregor and allow him to turn and just pass it forward up to Kyogo so easily you could see Boyan Mijowski turn round with his mm. arms up in the air as if to say what on earth's going on what's going on here. Yeah. but it looked as if it was two completely different messages that sort of the 
the two that were up top at that point, Mayovsky and McGrath, I think it were, and everyone else were on. They're, they're fortunate because Kyogo's final pass was he, poor. He should go to the right, Mark. Yeah. He's got, he's got, I think, a bad and a rally to the right hand yeah. side. I think he picks out the wrong pass there. If he plays it to the right, I think Aberdeen are in all sorts of problems. They yeah. are in all sorts of problems anyway. Yeah, it looked like a potential foul on was it Matt O'Reilly there, was it who's Barron? down injured. Yeah, Connor Barron. the lad you had, Barron? Yeah, he's, he's outstanding. And he will go in the summer. He's contract well, yeah, his contract's up. Doesn't yeah. look as if he's going to sign ah, a new one. You'd, you'd, wonder where you, he'll go. You would wonder whether Celtic and Rangers would, would look... I've, I've seen him play a few times for Scotland's under-21 side. In that central midfield area, he's the player that runs the game. He's a very tidy footballer. Maybe didn't play as much as he would have wanted to under Barry Robson. But... Um, might do now with a, a change of manager but you wonder whether he might be looking uh, for is opportunities that level mark? Is, is he ready to get into Rangers Celtics midfield um, I think he's got the ability yeah I think when you're at that comfortable on the ball for teams like Celtic and Rangers with the way the modern game is now everything's about building up he is one that's hard to come by I think he's he was unlucky that just Barry's tactics didn't suit him so he found himself on the bench but he will move on to a, a better club I would suggest in the summer don't know if that'll be up here it might be down south but get a chance we're almost at the end of the regulation 45 there will of course be other time added on but it's astonishing that Aberdeen are still level with Celtic yeah they've offered nothing Hugh. Yeah. they've been poor um, but <sighs> you're still in the game you're still nil oh, nil sure. um, so they'll be happy in that situation but you'd expect Celtic surely to score at some point Lewis Palmer cutting in as he does going for delivery into oh. the box it's flicked on it's all a bit dangerous in there could be a real opportunity oh. and it's off the bar from Paolo Bernardo well I mean he tries to lob the goalkeeper there I just wouldn't sit down from from about what 12 yards out and it hits the top of the bar but you even look at some of Aberdeen's defending here is outrageously bad you know just all out of position taking themselves at the game oh, and then Bernardo's final effort just clipping the top of the yeah, bar he's not far off at all is he I mean he's got so many bodies in front of him could he have done much else there maybe go low to just his right it low. no I, I think yeah, I think he's very unlucky tell you what I, I've, I'm not giving the goalkeeper a pat in the back no. for his performance there you got to come out and command that that box and be a lot stronger and braver than Kyogo's that. Kyogo's a big striker, though. Oh Kyogo. yeah, <laughs> Kyogo looked about seven foot there when Rose was trying to go oh, over. It him. was a bit embarrassing, I've got to say. But Celtic keep going, they keep jumping at the door. But so far, Aberdeen still nil nil. I think you're right. I think they'll be delighted to get in at nil nil. Um, I'm be interested if they uh, ad- adapt the same tactics in the second half. Yeah, I mean, do Celtic need to tweak anything when they are, you know, when they are so. creating out. opportunities? They're getting forward once again here. It's Luis Palma over on the left, cutting in, finds the pass to Matt O'Reilly, who falls over, still gets the pass away, and Alistair Johnson goes for the reverse ball in behind, loses it. Celtic still have the pressure here. I think that's a prime example of kind of what's happened this full first half. Celtic move it so well from their defensive third to the, the final third and they move it out to the wide areas they open Aberdeen up and Aberdeen have got no answer for it but it's just that final bit you know the final ball's just not falling for you know a Kyogo or a Bernardo or a Palma it's not really falling for an easy chance for them but I think everything in between has been pretty much what Rodgers would want 
But a goal would be a great boost for Celtic at this stage in the game. They've got a chance here. Yeah, they do. The ball is in the box. Oh. The shot from Matt O'Reilly is deflected wide, I think, for mm. a corner. They were getting in each other's way there. I think Kyogo and Matt O'Reilly both going for the same ball, as you see here. Kyogo's trying to get out the road, let O'Reilly have a shot. But once again, it's just... Um, I mean, it's like 90th minute defending from Aberdeen uh, throughout yeah. the whole game so far, isn't it? It's yeah. just desperate. Yeah. And maybe Peter Levin will be happy with that. Maybe he'll it's say it's worked until this point. He's yeah, not, not and, conceded. And uh, it, it's, a, it's the exact same game as uh, Jim Gooden. Exact same game. And I think it'll be the exact same outcome. I think Celtic. You cannot, for me, take 90 plus minutes of this. I think eventually the door will open. Yeah, it's, it's tough. How many times do you see teams sitting against Celtic and Rangers? And how many times does it just not work? They managed to get the breakthrough. Oh, what, what it's a really good delivery by Lewis Palmer. This time from the right-hand side goes into that corridor between the goalkeeper and the defenders. But Stefan Gartman does well to put that one over his own I'm bar. Que- I'm questioning my front player, my midfield player. I, I, I think somebody's got to try and get across that. Yeah. I, that is a top quality cross into the box. That didn't lead in from a set piece, did it? Yeah. Oh, it did, yeah. yeah, yeah I was, trying to, I was trying to work out why, Mike, why out. Mike Navrotsky was the furthest yeah. man forward there as Paolo Bernardo manages to get by a couple of players at the edge of the box and Celtic are claiming for a handball in there as Burnaby's shot goes wide. That was his big chance. It's oh. uh, fell to Burnaby in the box and unless I see something different, surely he's got to do better. It's on his right foot. I mean, it, it takes a few deflections in the way through. He's found himself in a lot of space. Oh, it's on his left foot. It's even worse. Nah, he's unlucky. He's just oh, tried to cut. Oh, give me he's, a break. he's tried to cut across that mark. Uh, look, That's dreadful. as much as as much that. as I gave him a hard time, I think he's I think he's had a good first half. I really do. He's done okay. I think, uh, Matt. I think you're a bit bit hard. No, on he's him. done okay, but he's got. Uh, he's surely got to score there. Listen. It's half time Yeah there were a few claims For a penalty there But I think it was Jensen's arm Was tight to his body So that one is never Going to be given But as you say It is half time Dave Galloway at Pataudry Yeah half time Aberdeen nil Celtic nil It's been pretty much All Celtic Right from the first whistle Luis Palma Tapped in after Around seven minutes Following Kelleruz's save From Lille Abara But after Another frustratingly Long VAR delay it was ruled offside. Aberdeen pinned back by wave after wave of attack. They couldn't get it going at all, and the home support became very subdued. It was a really tough watch for them. The home side's long ball game posing no danger whatsoever. But despite all the hoops' dominance, they were creating little at this stage in the way of clear-cut openings. One did arrive for Luis Palma, but from just a few yards out, his shot clipped the bar he really should have scored, and he knew it. Nicky Devlin blocked another Palma effort as the Dons battled to keep the leaders at bay as the first as the half-time whistle beckoned. A lovely build-up presented Paolo Bernardo with a great opening, but his chip over Kelarus came back off the bar. So they've hit the woodwork twice in this first half. Matt O'Reilly then had time to see his shot deflected wide of target talk about one way traffic it's uh, 72% possession uh, for Celtic they've had 13 shots at goal just 3 on target Um, Aberdeen no shots nothing on target really one way traffic like I say but at the interval Aberdeen nil, Celtic nil. Yeah, it's a story we have seen from Celtic quite a few times. Sometimes they pull it out the bag and manage to step up in the second half. Other times they don't quite manage it. But Brendan Rodgers, I think, will be 
Encouraged by the areas They're getting into yeah, so far You can only be happy With the domination of the game The problem is The game is won by goals And uh, they haven't got one yet So once into the second half You're then into dangerous territory Because it only takes one lucky break For Aberdeen And then you're in trouble uh, But Adam Ida Nicholas Kuhn uh, you know, if the guys on the park can't get the ball in the net, you have to then go to the guys that you brought in in the January transfer window. Does it have one of those? Does it seem like there's inevitability about today that Celtic will get a goal just given the the way the game's going? I, I think so. In the evidence of what we've just saw there, um, I don't think Celtic have played poorly or anything like that at all. I think they've played pretty well. Like I was saying moments ago, that the build-up play from their defensive third into the, the final third has been good. It's just when the the opportunities have came along, they've never really been clear cut. Maybe Bernardo could have done a wee bit better. Burnaby maybe at the end there, but they've created chances. They've passed the ball quickly. They've opened Aberdeen up. It does look like it's a matter of time Maybe it will need one of those subs to come But it's a different performance than Say last week where It was just a turgid afternoon That the fans weren't entertained I think that's a different 45 minutes Although it is still nil-nil So you can see why some Celtic fans will grumble at that But I think it's a pretty decent performance so far Yeah the question for Peter Levin Is it stay the same and hope mm. that You know the, the way they're defending Works and it has been a bit desperate It has been a bit scrappy at times But they haven't conceded Or do they try and change things To get a wee bit more control I think I think if you went in at half time And you're looking and thinking Okay Celtic have had a lot of possession But we have been so disciplined Of not creating anything You would stay the same I think if he stays the same He's got to get punished Because you look at one or two of the chances if Celtic players are a little bit more careful, take a wee bit more time, they're probably causing a lot more problems. So I would be, if I looked at that game, I would tweak one or two things if I was Aberdeen. They've got to get up the park. They've got to get up the park to give their, their centre-backs a bit of respite. If they don't, and Celtic keep probing away at them, they've got the quality. I know what Hugh's saying about the substitutions. It'll be interesting to see. I don't think he'll make them now. But I do believe Celtic will eventually score. I know you said it was a different game to last week, Mark, but Brendan Rodgers came out afterwards and basically said that he felt they could have won by a lot more, but the, the problem was just their composure and their finishing. That has been the issue again today. Does that become a concern if it, you know, if it is for pretty much 90 minutes last weekend and then it has been for 45 minutes today as well? Yeah, well, every passing week, uh, if that seems to be the case and you're scoring the odd goal here and there, of course it becomes a concern. But I guess you have to stick to your principles, how you like to play, the formation you've got that's laid out there, it's never going to change. But the way you move, your your partners are played that Brendan Rodgers is, is famous for, it's all the same. And I think the chances will come. You know, I think Daz is right about Kyogo. I would just say to Kyogo, play your normal game. You know, good strikers, the ball will always find you. And you'd be amazed if they don't create more in the second half here. So, as frustrating as it is, um, you know, not scoring any goals in 45 minutes, you can just see one coming. You would suspect one coming. And those guys that are on the bench, well, that's why they're at the club. They're at the club. If it's not happening, then they're at the club to come on. And make an impact Does it relax you a bit more As well When there is just Nothing happening At your end There's not been a single Aberdeen touch In the yeah. Celtic box Does that relax them 
even more and allows them to play their football more because they know that if they do miss a chance or if they do misplace a pass then there's nothing really coming at them the other way Well the ball's coming back at you but it's important then that Scales and Navrotsky stay switched on because they're up against a top quality striker that they just switch off and automatically assume the guys at the top end of the pitch will do the job that's where there's a sting in the tail so as good as it is I've been there before you've got the 70 odd percent possession you're not doing much as a defender you're just giving it to the wide guys it can sometimes lead to a bit of complacency so Brendan Rodgers John Kennedy Gavin Strang I'm sure he'll be in the dressing room telling his back for that that don't be complacent just keep ticking along and keep taking the game to Aberdeen Aberdeen nil, Celtic nil. the half time score we'll bring you the second half next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Call Robert Accident Repair Accident not your fault you'll be back on the road within 24 hours The winning team all season long This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Second half will get underway shortly between Aberdeen and Celtic It is nil-nil at the moment It has been all one-way traffic though Celtic all over Aberdeen Just unable to get that final pass or get that finish away But the opportunities have been there Just wasted so far, Hugh Yeah, uh, they've fallen to Palma for the most part And uh, he just can't finish at the moment uh, Bernardo was unlucky Ball just hitting the, the top of the crossbar uh, but I'm very much afraid that At the end of the day If the game were to finish a draw All of those would simply add up to hard luck stories And Celtic can't afford the hard luck story today They cannot afford to do anything other than Come away from Petaudry with all three points Otherwise there'd be a carnival at Rangers By three o'clock this afternoon Before they play Livingston So yes they've been dominant Yes Aberdeen have been uh, Words fail me to describe how Woeful they are But That's even worse for Celtic The fact that Aberdeen Are so pathetic And that it's still goalless So Big big 45 minutes Coming up for Brendan Rodgers team Yeah I think when Celtic Go into Half time at 0-0 Against anyone really There can sometimes be a, a bit of pessimism But I think Generally there will be more Optimism than, than pessimism Just given the the way the game's shaped up Yeah Hugh's right about uh, The 0-0 It'd be a poor result If they come away from Pataudry 0-0 Especially in the first half showing um, But I do believe that Celtic will have enough second half um, To go and, and win this game I think they're they're playing with a bit of sharpness today I think they're moving the ball about quickly Their movement's causing Aberdeen all sorts of problems The big fear is You know Aberdeen are playing for that counter attack They're playing for that set play They're playing for that mistake Now Celtic just need to be careful If they're careful Then I think they'll go and pick up the three points Looking at Celtic overall, I think they'll start with the same 11. I think in the back of his mind, he might just be looking, maybe a wee swap with Abada. Kuhn coming on in that wide area and, and replacing Abada. Yeah, I suppose the question would be how long does Brendan Rodgers give it, really? He'll have been happy with, with most of what he saw, likely to stick with the, the same 11. And then yeah. if it continues to go the, the same way that's when you maybe turn around and, and start looking at the bench the couple of new signings well, maybe the hour marks the old cliche that uh, all managers seem to go for I think it's it's a fair balance you know you give the starting 11 15 minutes to try and create something that, the answer is that it depends what Abada or Palma really creates in those opening stages um, I would probably agree with Daz on that one that Abada would look the most likely to be replaced and we've been told that Kuhn has been brought to the club 
to play off the right side, not off the left. So that might suit. But look, if Celtic start quickly here, um, like this, they quite often do after the restart, then you know the game may take a, a different shape, and you know Ida and Kuhn may come on later on in the game. But the start is so important, and Peter Levin will be saying the same to his side. You know, you've hung in there; it's nil nil. Don't be complacent Don't switch off In the opening stages Of this second half The ultimate irony Would be If Kuhn And or Ida Score the goals That win the game You know They're Great transfer window uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah That's right yeah. Well the players Are making their way Back out the tunnel Dave Galloway Can tell us about Any potential changes Yeah just having A, a quick look round uh, And at first glance uh, There don't Appear to be any, but um, you can bet that that won't uh, stay that way uh, for long. Uh, the longer that uh, this game goes on, goalless, uh, promising enough for Aberdeen, and the fact that well they've kept a, a, a clean sheet, but uh, a really, really poor showing by them. It's been all Celtic. You can only see this uh, going one way, really, can't you? But uh, goalless at the interval. We're just getting ready to uh, kick off. It'll be. Celtic uh, playing from left to right, attacking the, the King Street end of the stadium. And you have to wonder uh, when a goal will arrive. It can only be a matter of time, surely. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Goal flashes with MD Green Pharmacy. Get the help you need to quit with the smoking cessation programme. Yeah, no changes for either side. Matt O'Reilly standing over the ball and ready to get Celtic and Aberdeen underway for the second half. As we mentioned, no goals between the sides. It has been all Celtic, but can they just get that crucial touch? It looks as if they're trying to make a quick start as well, Mark. Well, they did that in the first half. They got up the pitch pretty quickly. It was Kyogo that led the charge then. And, you know, the passing has been so slick today. But once again, we just saw there, it gets to a dangerous area and it sort of breaks down. That'll be the disappointing thing for Brendan Rodgers that they're working the ball well, but you know, lack of cutting edge at the top. Here's right, the best chances have, have fell to Palma, and he should have done better with a couple of them, no doubt about that. Is there a, a, a sort of weird thing for the manager there that if the chances are falling to Palma, do you want him to stay on because he's getting in good areas, or do you maybe make a change because you think if, if someone else is getting in those areas, they, they might do better? But then there's the flip side that a player might come on and, and not get in those positions I would keep him on for now you know you, you think he's carrying out the instructions you gave him it's just that final missing piece and no more chances you get there's every chance you'll score so I would keep him on for now a badder like Daz says might be the one to make way if things continue in this fashion if, if you're an irritated Celtic supporter you're saying he missed two penalties last week and now he can't score from great chances uh, so there's a a story that's built up around uh, Palmer right now but I'd be inclined to keep him on because for one thing he has been the most dangerous influence that Celtic have yeah there's absolutely no chance I'd be taking him off the pitch um, he is um, he's got good quality he's been unlucky with a couple he's been slack with maybe one but uh, he's still a threat he's still a danger um, and I'm sure that Brendan Rodgers is no Inkling of taking him off the pitch as we speak. Leighton Clarkson coming on for Aberdeen, seeing mm -hmm. Craig Sampson talking him through set pieces. So I just wonder if somebody's carrying an injury and, and thought, well, see how he is for five minutes. Because if you're going to make a tactical That's change, then you do it, it. Aye, you do it at half time. 
maybe a surprise he wasn't involved from the start Leighton Clarkson he he's is a good player capable of, yeah. of the spectacular at times well good player but a player who's forward thinking and can play nice little passes and what's on offer at Aberdeen at the minute they can't pass from me he does so they need their best players on the pitch and Clarkson's certainly one of them in my opinion so he'll be f- feeling hard done by but it looks like he's going to join us soon it's very early isn't it I mean you do, has something happened to another Aberdeen player I mean you, we're, we're two minutes into the second half uh, oh. oh it was a good ball across the face there but it's Kel Russo comes out and gathers it was a deep delivery just in that area between the goalkeeper and the, the centre-backs Kyogo was it's, was bearing down but it, Kelrus is yeah, out there it's a good ball but if you're Aberdeen how passive have Aberdeen players been Alistair Johnson got you know. that ball at the edge of his own box and ran just up the line past two players nobody came to him and allowed him to cross the ball you need to be much stronger than that if you're going to play for Aberdeen and you know be aggressive be competitive anything but well, maybe a chance to get a ball into the box here for Aberdeen Boyan Miofsky well did he try and flick that behind him or did he just Dummy it I'm not quite sure But either way It means Aberdeen Still don't have a yeah, Touch we, in the Celtic a box A wee warning for Celtic there It was good play with Aberdeen Down the right hand side Good ball in uh, Didn't have enough bodies That's the problem When you're playing so deep And you're playing everybody Behind the ball When you do get the opportunity The support's very difficult To get to My case. So uh, But just a Just a wee warning to Celtic To say look You have to be careful here Because that's what Aberdeen are playing for and uh, they've set their stall out to try and catch Celtic maybe in the counter just a mistake whatever it may be but um, the, the, the game's taking off the same pattern as uh, the first half Celtic dominating most of the passing Aberdeen drop them off the game try to make it very difficult for them well you know it can only go on for so long Um if you're battering your head against a brick wall then you have to make it stop and bring in somebody else so it might get to Mark's fabled one hour and then things Possibly will have a chance change. for Aberdeen oh, yeah. here Boyan Miofsky makes his way into the box a couple of oh. step overs and what a finish that is Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy well we said he was capable of getting Aberdeen a goal we said he didn't have much service and he did most of it himself he picked the ball up he was driving at that Celtic box a couple of step overs cut onto his left and a curling effort into the bottom corner Aberdeen won Celtic nil it's like a mirage uh, after the progress of the game up until now you would not have imagined that Aberdeen could go in front but that is a tremendous effort on the part of Bojan Miofsky and Celtic are bang in trouble because you can go on I said it five minutes ago you can go on one about missed chances that's just hard luck stories and they now have absolutely no room for hard luck stories they are up against it and if they lose all three points it's a disaster of a day for them well I, d- I did warn you that that's what they were looking for but let me just say something that if you watch this back that comes if you're Celtic from Burnaby, right? And I'll tell you the reason why. He plays a ball into Matt Riley in the wrong side and he allows the defender to nick the ball and all of a sudden that Celtic are out of the game. But then it goes all down to Aberdeen. That is top quality striking. That is fantastic. He's still a bit to do. Takes on that left foot. That's a fantastic goal. Yeah, I'd agree with Daz in that one. I'll start with Miofsky because, you know, when you've been starved of service for 45 minutes, you've had nothing and you get your opportunity, you've got to take it. 
And he's positive Couple of step overs But what a finish Curling away But defensively Daz is right The ball into Into O'Reilly or Bernardo Whoever it was O'Reilly and then, was And then going past You know gambling And he's left his space But Navrovsky When that ball's played up to Miofsky Navrovsky has to be out to him And shown him wide Before Miofsky even gets turned in the ball Navrovsky's looking over his shoulder He's still got 30 yards why your centre half isn't going out and closing that striker there and pushing him out towards the touchline is beyond me. He gives Miofsky the opportunity to face him up, square him up, and score a goal like and he does. Cameron Carter-Vickers will be out for weeks. And this is what happens when Celtic lose the Carter-Vickers influence. Uh, and I go back to the two transfer windows that Celtic have had since the summertime. Navrotsky and Lagabielka. Lagabielka not even at Pataudry today. And Nabrotsky found wanting there. Yeah, uh, look, I know that you're looking for better one-to-one defending from your defenders. I totally agree with that. But if you analyse that goal from a Celtic's point of view, Burnaby's passing to O'Reilly is schoolboy stuff. It should be to what we call safe side, where a defender can't even get near it. He gives a defender an opportunity because it's a slack pass. It's one ball up the path. Take nothing away from a striker, right? 1v1. Strikers do that every day in training. You practice that 1v1. He shifts it on to that left foot. And even when he gets there, he's still a bit to do. Gives Joe Hart no chance. I think Leighton Clarkson's been told to sit back down again. Yeah, yeah. Put your jacket on, mate. That's it. We don't need you anymore. But I, I, like I said at half time, Andrew, you were asking about you know chances coming the other way. And I said the centre backs cannot get complacent when everything's one way traffic and it's going pretty nicely for you in 70% possession you can sometimes switch off and I think when it, that ball is played in the channel I think Navrosky thinks ah, it's a long way to go here but the problem is by the time the ball bounces and you've got a, a proactive striker like Miofsky you just open the door for them rather than keeping it closed and shutting them wide if that is Carter Vickers I guarantee that he's been aggressive with Miofsky and making him take his first touch wide so and Daz is right about Burnaby so there's a lot going on there at that Celtic goal to pick out eh? um, that Brendan Rodgers won't be happy with but an uphill task now you know it's all in the forward players now they need to create well, they created a few in the first half but they need to create something clear cut now to get back in this they've spent almost 55 minutes missing chances now they've got 35 minutes where they have to get two goals uh, a draw I, I go back to my own phrase A draw is a disaster A defeat's a catastrophe And a defeat would be a catastrophe For Celtic today So they need to find Two goals From somewhere When they haven't been able to Find one In almost an hour Jamie McGrath Booked there Not quite sure What that was for mm, Not sure um, Got a couple of players now On a booking haven't we Got Nevrosky, someone else from Aberdeen, McGrath, that. Oh, by the way, Center back caught again there. Yeah, Nevrosky yeah. has, has been booked. There is a foul there. I don't he's think lucky, he's yeah. going to get a, a second book in there, but Boyan Miofsky is down. He's injured. The Aberdeen players are protesting. And that's a, that's a yellow card. Yeah. That's a yellow card. I've said to you when he got his yellow card, it's a long afternoon for a player like Nevrosky. And uh, you know If he gets away with it He's a lucky boy He is getting away with it And I think he is a lucky boy That's a yellow card Yeah but And Miofsky's Miofsky's making the case To the ref Yeah If, if I I think that The, the referee like He might McLean, get himself booked here Miofsky 
potentially he's yeah he has yeah, the has. card has come out the protests were too much for Stephen McLean to be fair to him I'd be, I, I think I'd be angry myself uh, I've got to say I think that uh, you look at that I don't even think that's a difficult decision I'm not one anyway I, I like 11 v 11 I hate all this 11 v 10 nonsense I, I like to keep as many players on the pitch as you can but if you're going we'll keep saying it letter of the law that's a second yellow that's yeah. a red card for him mm. yeah well Celtic maybe getting away with one there they'll have some defending to do though 55 minutes on the clock it'll be Connor Barron to deliver from the touchline over on the left an in-swinger has a good delivery as well drops into a dangerous area initial shots blocked Graham Shinney has one blocked as well and at the moment it's Celtic having to do some desperate defending <laughs> yeah. what an amazing turnaround within 10 minutes of the restart we are talking about Celtic starting quick and creating and scoring and getting the subs on and, and it's been the opposite whatever Peter Levin has said to his team they've certainly took on board because they've scored one and they've created a couple I think the goal I think the goals gave Aberdeen such a lift I th- yeah. to be fair I think even in the, the five minute spell before the goal <laughs> Aberdeen were getting into more forward areas the, there was the ball across to Miofsky that he just didn't quite get the touch on Graham Shinney had, had bombed down the touchline hadn't he at one point they were getting forward a bit more they looked as if they wanted to get a bit more control in the game and the goal just sort of accelerates that as well Helps. Yeah, yeah, without doubt. But, well, you have to give credit to the manager as much as you point fingers at the manager and the staff for their tactics in the first half. Then you've got to give them credit for the way they've approached the start of the second half. And getting the goal obviously gives you that wee bit more belief. You then start thinking, well, Navrotsky and Burnaby and Scales, you know, they're fallible. If you get the ball forward, there are opportunities there. We can add to it. You just wonder now that. You know, Brendan Rodgers, how long will he give it before he changes things here? He needs a spark. You know, they've been in total control of this game. They get caught there with a fantastic goal. They need a spark to get them back into this game quickly. I was going to say, if it is Nicholas Kuhn, if it is Adam Ida, it's a big responsibility on, well, yeah. on new signings, but that's yeah, what signings are there for. Um, They're there yeah. to make a difference. That's football for you, that they're brought in and they just have to go on with it because... You know, there's been so much said about both of them of a negative nature. The Celtic supporters have not been impressed by their signings at all. But it's even greater pressure on them if they have to come into this game to salvage the day for Celtic as Navrotsky just puts the ball out of the park and he, he's, he's toiling. Yeah, it looked a real, a real a miscommunication there think, between Navrotsky, who I think he was expecting Joe Hart to, to come out. There was, I don't know, there was no communication and then for some reason, well, it's going to be the two new signings yeah, that no do surprised. come on, Adam Ida and Nicholas Kuhn, but he looked as if he had a lot more time there, Navrotsky as well, did, and but did, didn't rush towards the ball and then I eventually think, when he realised that it was going to have to be him to deal with it, he just stuck it out of play. Well, I think when he looks up and he sees Joe Hart kind of in a straight line right in front of him I wouldn't fancy giving that ball back to Joe Hart so he deals with it like he sees fit but three is it going to be three, three changes yeah. triple change because Alejandro Bernabe off Anthony Ralston on I'm Tells not sure that's a great look for, for Bernabe no, is it no, if no, a, no. a backup but, right back is coming on to replace there's him there's no hope for him anyway he, his career has nosedived since he arrived at Celtic uh, Ralston at least gives Celtic a bit of that old fashioned passion for the club and you remember the, the, the late goal that he scored uh, in Dingwall one night he's got that in his locker Celtic are just throwing everything at it now because they realise they're in deep deep trouble look I don't think I don't think the first half 
uh, Bernard had done anything wrong. I actually praised him. But I've got to say, as a professional player, you're playing at that level. You cannot play passes like that into O'Reilly. Uh, and, and I'm talking about, people will be wondering what I'm, You look at when you're taught as a young player, play safe side away from the defender so that he can't get across and nip the ball off uh, the, the person you're playing into. It was slack. And obviously, there's still a bit to do. Let's not just point the finger at him, but obviously, Brendan Rodgers has had enough. Just for clarification, off Burnaby, Bernardo, Abada, on Ralston, Kuhn and Ida. And Aberdeen well, have a corner. Change of system. The fear is if Aberdeen go two in front, Celtic are sunk at that point. Oh, Chance Aberdeen here, there are claims for a handball for Aberdeen. They can still try and get this ball into the box with Miofsky, who's dispossessed. I thought they were claiming for a, a foul first, but Miofsky almost stops when the ball's coming at him to claim for a handball. Of course, it will be checked. They'll be looking at it as we speak, probably. Yeah, with Celtic, because they were defending a corner, it's quite hard to work out exactly what the, the new shape is mm. because they've brought on a winger for a central midfielder, a right back for a left back. Well, we know we know for sure. A striker for a, a winger as well. We know for sure that Ralston's doing a Wilson. He's going to left back because he can't get a game at right back. Uh, we know that. Yeah. We, 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 we certainly know that's happening. You, Kyogo Kyo will drop in. Won't he? Yeah, he'll be the yeah. number 10. He'll, he'll play the he'll play number behind 10. behind Adamida. It's Anthony Ralston to left back and Nicholas Kuhn will play out wide with a bad off. Well, Aberdeen look as if they went up the tunnel with the living men and come out with a, a living different men. They, they That's look a, an optimistic. Yeah, not that far away. He had Joe Hart worried. Yeah, let me tell I, I think all of a sudden Celtic look a nervy side. Do they look yeah, very nervous? Spot on. They, they, I was talking about how well they were moving the ball and the pace. Yeah, they can't. They're like Aberdeen in the first half. I think it was, it was for claims a, for handball, yeah. wasn't it? I'm not sure. There's no, I think it's a claim for a push. Oh, a push, push from yeah. Alistair Johnson. Johnson I think Alistair that? Johnson's just defending his box. I think it's quite right to go for it. I'm not what about the effort penalty. from Killian Phillips there? What was that? About 40 yards out trying to lob the goalkeeper. His final action of the game yeah. as well. He comes off for Leighton Clarkson. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, instantly, I thought, what is he thinking here? But Joe Hart was off his line because he was scrambling back to the net. Just drops just over. We've certainly got a game in our hands now. Because it's livened up Because both teams are actually having a go Even though Aberdeen are 1-0 up It's not like they've retreated back And just putting everybody behind the ball They're actually going for a second goal here Yeah. And Daz is right, Celtic look ragged oh, oh, oh. It's a stark contrast isn't it From first half to second half As Joe Hart just yeah, puts I think the ball Joe out Hart under pressure. There yeah. Because he was under no pressure Until you went oh And he <laughs> kicked, kicked the ball straight at the pitch Well, I think they've swapped dressing rooms at uh, half yeah, I yeah. know, amazing but it was always going to be the case because the transfer window controversy had been such. Uh, and I said last night, you know, the, the, the pressure on Celtic is tremendous at Pataudry. Now, they handled the first half very well, except they couldn't put the ball in the net. But now they're a goal down. And I, I think it's gone beyond that they look nervous. I think they're in a state of panic now. Well, there are some games at three o'clock as well. Why don't we go to Ibrooks? David Friel is with the build-up for Rangers against Livingston. I think you've got some team news for us, David. And he's not there. Mm. Can't hear him. Oh, well. Celtic we'll, uh, come forward. We'll try and get him a chance, chance for Celtic. A shot here is deflected and into the back of the net. There you go. Goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy.
Well, he couldn't do it in the, Oh, it was Kuhn. Nicholas Kuhn, Kuhn, wasn't it? The yeah. camera was focusing on Lewis Palma But it is a first Celtic goal For Nicholas Kuhn Left-footed Took a big deflection But that will not matter to him Ends up in the bottom corner And despite the fact That they were under pressure From Aberdeen Over the last few minutes It is a goal for Celtic And it's all square Well Fate is now lending A very big hand To the afternoon Because first of all You had uh, Nabrotsky making the mistake and Miofsky scoring and you wondered uh, about Celtic's transfer policy and now Kuhn. Now that that is a very fortunate goal for him but he doesn't care. Brendan Rodgers doesn't care. The Celtic fans at Pataudry and elsewhere don't care. 1-1 and we've got fun and games think, in I our th- hands. I think he does great. I really do. Yeah. I think he comes in, he plays that 1-2, he keeps going. Yeah, Aberdeen defenders are all over the place. Then when the ball finally falls to him on that left foot, what a start! What a what an impact from a substitution. So that gives Celtic maybe that lift. I said about the spark they needed people on that were going to give them a spark. And uh, obviously, as Aberdeen come forward here again, Moskey trying to go on that. That what was his name there? I know, I know. <laughs> I, I was hoping I was, I was hoping nobody actually noticed that. It was almost like Mayowski. Bilal Mosny you were going yeah, for there. Mayovsky, sorry, my apologies. But I mean, I, was Mayowski, I think he's got to slip in as it carts and it makes that overlap yeah. and run. He tries to come in and it's almost a carbon copy of his goal and taking Navrovsky in the inside, but he's got to slip in Carson. But Celtic needed that there at that moment. I think if it goes on longer, it gets really, really difficult. I, I agree with Daz. I think Kuhn does well. No doubt about it, he gets a bit of fortune. But to come in, his first few wee touches, I think, were good. Carries on his run, scores from the opposite side of the box where he started. Good the change. two substitutions yeah. had an impact. Yeah. It. it was a nice wee ball laid off to him. Uh, and then he gets that goal because Celtic needed that goal because it was one of those games that if they didn't get into it quickly, the longer it went, you could see Aberdeen just growing in that confidence. But Celtic are back now probing the ball about. But they keep saying it. I think both sides now have got a great opportunity to go and win the game because I think Aberdeen have been more, you know, open, more attractive. attractive. What am I trying to say? Attractive. Attractive. They're attacking more. Attractive. Attractive. Yeah, attack minded. Attack minded, who was the phrase I was looking for? Another chance for Celtic here. That one comes off the post. It's Matt O'Reilly. It was a really good layoff by Adam Eder, wasn't it? The ball fizzed into his feet and a lovely, nice touch to put it into the path of Matt O'Reilly. But just comes off. I think it took a deflection, actually. Celtic will get a corner that they take quickly. And the ball comes into the box again, flicked on. Well, that's twice either, you know, for the goal. Mm. And there, just lovely little cushion touch into O'Reilly's path. It goes near post. And uh, I don't know if it's a save or a goalkeeper get a touch in it. Oh, They're the homies offside. Leighton Clarkson, who looked offside. Oof. Joe Hart does a really good job of coming out there and smothering the ball. And Jack McKenzie with the... The rebound effort goes over the bar. You would have thought looks the flag would have gone there, up there. Andrew, it looks offside. I could be wrong. Um, he makes a run here. Oh, he's offside. Is he? I'm not sure, actually. He could <sighs> well have been Callum McGregor there, is yeah. playing him on. But I'll I tell you what, Joe Hart makes himself big. Uh, good save from Hart. Really and, uh, is. Is that Kuhn? Kuhn in the right-back position tracking him. Where's Alistair Johnson there? Because the gap between Navrosky and the right-sided player, I think it was Kuhn, is huge. I just wonder how that came about. Well, we've got a game on our hands because both sides now fancy this. Yeah, you it's know, a lot more open. Yeah, now, in the, fu- the first half, Aberdeen just fancied 0 0. Uh, now, all of a sudden, 
uh, we've got a real game on our hands here yeah Aberdeen now with a chance to attack there's just too much on the pass for Leighton Clarkson but there is now just a sort of excitement about this game that you, you just oh. don't know what's going to happen next who's going to get the next big opportunity well it's that great fascination in football you get two teams on a tightrope here it's vital for both what a oh. shave by Joe Hart there Baron. <laughs> a what? A shave A shave What is going on in the studio today? Can no one speak properly? That was a clean shave as well I was right at him I'm glad you're here Hugh Connor Barron caught the ball really well Either side of Joe Hart He might have had a, a bit of a problem But it's, it's straight into his, into his hands Yeah No but it's great the, the, It's end to end And the, the consequences for Celtic uh, uh, Bear in mind a draw is of no use to them. A draw is a very poor result. Well, Kyogo well, working his what way into run. the box, dancing past several Aberdeen defenders, falls to Luis Palma, doesn't catch it properly, and that one's saved. It's, it's entertaining. It's end it? to end. Kyogo does brilliant there to dance through. It's a hard one to take for Palma. Maybe he doesn't catch it as cleanly as he would have liked. But great footwork at the edge of the box. Yeah. Not something you see all that often oh, from offside anyway, Kyogo, yeah, he does look as if he would have been offside Lewis Palmer it's not something you see all that often from Kyogo is it picking up the yeah. ball and sort of jinking past a few players he's certainly got it he's certainly mobile yeah. enough to do it he just doesn't take it as part of his game really he's done it all day he has to adapt uh, the old Kyogo the old system Maeda beside him uh, it's not there anymore and he's, he's improvising and he almost improvised to Celtic's great advantage there Right, let's see if David Friel can make a bit more sense than these lot in the studio. He's at Ibrox ahead of Rangers against Livingston with some team news. No, he's not. I don't know what's going on. Come uh, on, he's past three past three is, he, is he even there Switch yet? On we your don't cat, know. David. It's three minutes past two. He should be sitting in his seat. He I don't won't know. be there. Ah, oh, ridiculous. Where are we watching the game? That's guaranteed. Where are we watching the game? I don't know. I was told he is there, but. Uh, clearly technology is failing us at the moment so you know what it's, it's not a bad thing it means we're sticking with this game know, which is, I don't which think is very can, good so far I don't think you can take your eyes off this game now because it's turned into a real football match and Aberdeen fancy this and Celtic are still piling in there and wondering when they're going to get a, a second goal it's great stuff now I, th- I definitely think there's a winner in this game Hugh I'm sticking my neck out well, there's, there's 20 a minutes to go that's bold of you well 20 minutes is not a long time in football quite a lot some, <laughs> time. some, some people say the opposite <laughs> 20 minutes <laughs> and then there's a good chance there's probably going to be another 5, yeah. 6, 7 minutes was, added uh, on uh, if, if uh, VAR well, not stoppages a, not a VAR's not working uh, it was only my defence there but I do think there will be another goal here not seen too much of, of Adam either so far but he's had a couple of involvements where he's looked tidy enough he's maybe a different type of striker that can maybe hold the ball up and be physical. Aberdeen, the chance here. Oh, the ball's cut back chance. for Graham Shinney. Oh. What a huge save by Joe Hart. But I think the flag was up. Well, was yeah, yeah, I think it did play go on. Play on. Play on. Play on. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. but I think the flag had gone up or just yeah. allowing himself to play on. All over at the shop at the back. At the back, they're so open. It's unbelievable. It There's is, so many gaps. It is quite them. a theme though when Cameron Carter Vickers just isn't in the Celtic side. They just don't look. Anywhere near as assured, do yeah. they? No, certainly not. No, and that's what what was it? Six and a half million quid get you um, yep. a solid centre half that you know you can rely on. I get that we see it on loan, so mm-hmm. they knew what they were buying. But that's the difference. You spend that money, 
and you get something close to the finished article well, just now they are they're struggling at the minute anytime Aberdeen put the ball forward they almost create a chance Celtic looking to do the same Nicholas Kuhn maybe trying to add an assist to the goal that he's already got floats this one in great nice ball. ball yeah it's good but it's chested but down by Anthony Ralston, Ralston to yeah. an Aberdeen defender now look how high Celtic's fullbacks are and even Navrotsky I can't look Scales has got to know that Aberdeen players got to cause him problems here Miovsky cuts inside Does plays well. the ball across but it's well defended in the end this is I mean this is all out attack from Celtic at 1-1 that was Ralston chasing the ball down while Ant, uh, while Johnson was overlapping Kuhn who plays the ball and when it breaks down Navrotsky's 1-1 one one. it's just one ball up to Miovsky so Celtic throwing everything at it. I don't think anybody will say that Brendan Rodgers was slow to change his tactics when they were one down. Oh, that's a great opportunity. Yeah. What a ball that is. Is it Bernabe that's... No, Bernabe. Uh, Bernardo that should really take the touch here. He's onside. Well, Bernardo's on the bench, so I'd hope not. It was Matt O'Reilly. Was it Matt and O'Reilly? The ball played into his feet and just tried to open up his body with the first touch. Just got away from him. Huge save that from Joe Hart. Oh, Joe Hart with replay. two big saves in the last Huge. few minutes. I've not been, I've not been disrespectful to Shinny, but if you're a Celtic player, that's who you're wanting the ball to land it. Yeah, I don't think he's a great finisher. Are you trying to spark this rivalry with Graham Shinny again? This no, historic no, no, rivalry I, you've got with I've him. Got to what say, are you saying just before kickoff? Ah, good player. The shins are <laughs> the shins are a good player. <laughs> you were less than complimentary. So uh, I hope start that he now. listens to the podcast. I'm pretty sure he does listen to podcasts every Saturday. I like Grimshin, a good lad, good player, good mm, captain, good leader. You've always sure. said that, haven't you? Here, Here comes the Duke. Uh, Peter yeah. Levin is speaking to Duke, who could have been away on deadline day. I think it was Lejanes in Spain that had put in a couple of offers for him, but uh, not to Aberdeen's liking. As Adam Ida proves to be too does powerful well for Conor yeah. Barron, holds him off down the left channel. Yeah, it does very well, got to say. Look very confident there. Uh, good play with Palmer down the left-hand side. It's amazing how we analyse new signings right away, though. You know, you're, I'm looking at that going, oh, well, he looks quicker than I thought he would be, and oh, nice wee touches. and what player. I think he has, been a, <laughs> he has been a victim of just Celtic's transfer window, though, because there has been the disappointment of yeah. what Celtic have done from supporters. I think people have just instantly been negative about him without really having seen him play all that often it's a multi-layered problem uh, Norwich gets Sidney Van Hooydonk uh, who was linked with Celtic for a long time obviously because of his father Pierre's association with the club and when Norwich get Sidney Van Hooydonk they then release Adam Eder which says to the Celtic supporters oh so we just get Norwich's scraps uh, so he, unfortunately he's come in with that pressure on his head but Kuhn's already scored albeit fortuitously and maybe fate has the fairy tale ending for Adam Ida yeah I, I always think you've got to give somebody a fair crack at the whip you I know what you're saying I think that Celtic look down their noses a little bit oh hold on a minute he can't even get in Norwich's first team he's probably third choice and Celtic are signing them but the lad could come up here and be sensational he could you know the first goal that he gets all of a sudden could just kick his career Celtic career yeah. on and become a real steal but that's the problem yeah, it's when you go to big clubs like Celtic and Rangers in Scotland 
uh, you're judged very, very quickly. Another interesting thing that was said by Brendan Rogers in his press conference yesterday, he was talking about being braver in the transfer market, trying to sign those finished products. He did go on to say that, you know, Adam Eder could come in, could hit the ground running, could have a really good six months, and all of a sudden he is the, the sort of finished product ready-made player that they're looking for that they sign in the summer. Well, that's got to be the model. When you're bringing in loan players that you hope that they do well and you've got some agreement, uh, oh, oh. Can, oh, does well to dance inside and then trip the ball. But uh, when you're bringing in these loan players, yeah, of course, you're looking for them to make a positive impact so you can get them in the summer. Um, oh, looks like Celtic's going to make another change here. I wonder, can't quite see who it is. I've, I've liked the last 15 minutes you couldn't so far. I think he's been very positive, taking people on. I've liked what I've seen here. Luis Palmer's ball from the left this time goes over everyone. He does it. There you go. Look, he's got his. I would yeah, take nice to play, play in the by. five or six. Again, a wonderful looking ball from Alistair Johnson. Just fired low and hard across the six yard box, but Aberdeen deal with it. Yeah, it's always a hard one that to get on the end there because there's so much pace in it. Ida was the closest one there. Ruse does well. Stephen Welsh. Oh, I'm not surprised. Stephen not Welsh surprised. On for Mike Navrotsky. I'd have to agree with that. Oh, I'm not surprised with that. Uh, Miofsky obviously got the uh, Miofsky got the beating of Navrotsky. Should I say on a booting as well? So yeah, yeah, good point. Sensible. Good point. Um, I've not been I know Mark's on different camp here but he can come out and play from the back I've not been particularly impressed with him oh today uh, listen today um, poor, second half for the goal, oh, second yeah. half all over the place so I would agree with you in that. I, I just I, I've just not jumped on him as much as some others have he's only played eight games and injuries played a part in that as well as maybe his lack of form getting back from injury so I think he's been okay. I, I wouldn't write him off, but today, um, second half, found wanting for the goal. But you could be right, Mark. I think Brendan Rodgers may just look at the fact that Aberdeen are, are fancying it as well. He's on a yellow card. Don't take any risks. Just get him off the pitch. But uh, oh, it's a weighted pass there for Johnson down the right. I, I think the greater risk was leaving him on because he's, he doesn't do it. And... Lagerbielka didn't even make the bench today and we go back to previous signings these two are seven and a half million pounds worth and we've got Stephen Welsh on in his place yeah and, and if you look at where the arguments are going to be tonight Hugh you look at Celtic now the way they're finishing they've got Ralston at left back everybody everybody has been crying out if you're involved with Celtic we need cover at left back they've now had to go to the fact that Ralston has to go there shows you that you know people weren't weren't particularly impressed with the transfer. No, it's don't. like Vata. Yeah, going to be the next one to come on. Is that is that going to be for Kyogo? Is that the only one, or is it Luis Palma he comes on for potentially? I know Vata can play out wide as well. You know, I know Kyogo is a a shadow of the player that he's been for two seasons for Celtic, but I'd still leave him on for that one dramatic moment. I'm with you all day. Um, uh, Palma's sort of a falling out the game for me a little bit um, young I, players have to make their names somewhere along exactly, the line and Vata might just do it today I was, on. I was brought on at 16-17 you know what I mean I well, bring him on I'm not, I'm don't not get me wrong I soon get subbed again but it didn't matter it was good coming on I'm not <laughs> ejected to his arrival 
I'm, I'm just querying whether Who comes you would, off. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take Kyogo off, but no, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, interesting stats flashing up on the TV there from the 76th minute onwards. Aberdeen have conceded the most goals in the league this season. From the 76th minute onwards, Celtic have scored the most oh, goals in the oh, league this season. Stats, that. Here we go. With uh, Aberdeen making a, a attacking change as well, Dante Bovara has come off and Duke has come on. So Peter Levin certainly thinks there, there may be a, an opportunity for them to... Yeah, I think get he, all three points. he deserves great credit for how he's approached this second half. And even when they were one up, like I say, didn't he just revert back to what they were? Oh, Alistair Johnson's got a problem. Yeah, this could change. Ralston will need to play right back and left back, just run across. <laughs> could change like what me. Celtic do here. Rocco Vata was stripped to come on. Alistair Johnson looks, looks like in a, a bit of discomfort, though. Is it the hamstring he's, he's holding there? Yeah, yeah. the there bib go. goes back on for so Rocco Vata. There, there's another problem. If that's. We don't know the extent of the injury But if Daz is right If it is a hamstring That's a number of weeks You would think So your squad Is losing yeah, players Yeah And, and where yeah, do you a, turn to? That's, now? A, that's a hamstring stretch So it will be Burnaby's back in the mix At left back It would be Ralston at right back You know And so it goes on So so what do you do now then If he has to go off? I'm trying to think Who they've got there Would it be a case of The foam or somebody Coming on or I don't know did you get James uh, Forrest uh, on Anthony Ralston Can Daniel Church it? play Left back Is he on the bench for No Celtic da- no? Daniel Kelly Daniel Kelly Sorry uh, He looks alright mm, No he doesn't yeah, he He looks off. uncomfortable to me I've written him off Oh my Brendan Rodgers Get your get your gear back on mm. Vata you know, John Kennedy Get his gear on Come on Big John was a good player Oh, oh Fantastic player. centre half yeah, He does look Uncomfortable walking off there Alistair Johnson Left hamstring Still holding it He looks like Me walking into the building This afternoon ah, I think he's done There's Is worrying he? times here Is he going back on? Yeah oh, I think so right, yeah Okay. <laughs> the body language there For a second was As if he was Just going to walk straight To the bench it, it, it And sit just down wasn't like it? he was Going to the bench here mm. And oh, well, now you've got the... Oh he's back on Yeah he's back on See go, go and chase that, if he's alright for the last What's that Eight <laughs> goals Of, of normal time test it out This so is what you need You need a 1v1 against Duke. Duke Yeah To be he's, fair he's done well oh, He's, he's done well. certainly has So if he's back on Does Rocco Vata get his I think they'll get on? a couple yeah, of minutes I think you maybe Hedge your bets at the moment And mm. Do you know what I'm, I'm looking at the Celtic performance afternoon The one player that Been very quiet for me Is the captain Very yeah. quiet indeed would you consider taking him off? Have you no, going for it? No. no, no, I would never. I think McGregor's just got something in his locker that can a chance for Miofsky to get to the ball oh. ahead of Liam Scales there, showing a good turn of pace. Yeah, he had he to beat the support though. Does get it from Clarkson the first time ball to Graham Shinney. They do have numbers up there as well. Aberdeen Duke with his first real opportunity in the Celtic box. I mean, you look at Miofsky today, especially in the second half. Playing up there on his own, what he's done, what he scored, what he's creating, running away from skills yet. You cannot tell me he couldn't do a job for Celtic or Rangers here. I know there might be a hefty price tag on him, but he's still young. He's an international. Oh, he's scored he in this country. He's not only 24, about 24, I think. Yeah. Nah, he's a good player. I like him. I, I, I mean, that, there was a, a time that Celtic and Rangers would pay decent money for players in Scotland you think of Scott Brown and Kevin Thompson and people like that and they worked 
you know, over a number of years they worked and they're just reluctant to do it now. Players on their doorstep. 18 goals in all competitions last season has surpassed that today. 19 he's got already in all competitions for Aberdeen in and 35 appearances this season. A struggling Aberdeen team. I think it's, create much. I think it's the manner of his goals. I think he's got everything in his locker. You know, he's not just one of these guys that go on the end of tap-ins and, you know, the odd fluke here. And he's got everything. 1v1s, headers, right foot, left foot. He's, he's, he's a very talented striker, no doubt. Getting himself in trouble there. Yeah, he dealt with a nice flick to Kyogo. His first yeah. time shot is deflected and gathered by Kel Roos. But once again, Adamida showing that with his back to goal, he's, he's had a nice few touches so far, hasn't he? Yeah, he certainly can bring people into play. He does that with Kyogo. I don't think Kyogo should shoot there. No, I agree with you, Mark. It's a bit far out. He's uh, always working away from him at the edge of the D. I think he should just keep that move going. Right, should we try this for a third oh, time? Man, Let's no. see, is David Friel there? And does he have some team news for us at Ibrox? Is it a drum roll? There we go, we can time, hear you, lovely. Third time lucky. Pretty quiet stadium right now, just filling up. But you can imagine the noise in here if Celtic do drop something. At Pataudry, big team news, rings on a busy, busy schedule coming up. Philippe Clement has made six changes from St Man last week. John Suter, Ruth Van Yilmaz, Nico Raskin, Scott Wright, Dujon Sterling. And Cyril Dessels are all out. Leon Balligan, Borna Barisic, Ryan Jack, Ross McCausland, Rabbi Matondo and Fabio Silva for his first start are all in. Oscar Cortez, Colombian winger, arrived from Lens on loan on deadline day. He's made the bench, but Mohamed Diamandi, he's been given a little more time to get up to speed. So, through Angels team, Jack Butland in goals, James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Leon Balligan and Borna Barisic, John Lundson, Ryan Jack, Ross McCausland, Todd Cantwell and Rabbi Matondo with Fabio Silva up front. Quickly give you a Levy team as well, Shamal George in goals, Jimmy Brandon, Sean Donnellan, Ayo Obelai, James Penrice, David Carlson, Jason Holt, Mohsen Gary, Scott Pittman, Andrew Shinney and Joel Nibley. Well, while David Friel was speaking, Aberdeen had the ball in the back of the net. Boyan Miofsky, but he was offside. The flag went up after he put the ball in the net. Was of course checked, but that one not going to count was was relatively tight. But he was definitely off. Yeah. And uh, well, Aberdeen with another opportunity though. Clarkson was it? Clarkson yep. through the legs of a Celtic defender right across the face. Miofsky just off. So the Celtic got off with one there. He did a sort of cheeky no-look finish as well. Did you yeah, see that when he was basically yeah. on the Celtic uh, goal line? Yeah. Did the look away, but I think as he looked up, he saw the assistant getting ready to put his flag up. Mm. But it no, shows that open. with five yeah. minutes, less than five minutes to go of the 90, it is anyone's game. It's it very open, isn't it? It's been a great second half. Yeah, yeah. Um, Aberdeen have came to the party. Uh, Celtic made that substitution. I'm just wondering who's got to take off. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Kyogo. I think the last five minutes. It's really got to be Palma. 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 Yeah, I, I, I was going to say it's got to be Kilgore Palma. There you yeah, go. Well, Luis Palma comes off. Vata can play in wide positions as well as a number nine. So you'd expect him to go out over onto the left. Some spectacular goals, a young man, um, and the B side and the, and his upbringing, youth team. You know, it might just take something like that. If he gets the opportunity, he's certainly not shy to have a go from distance as well. Although his goal two weeks ago was. Basically on the goal line, wasn't it? It's that kind of day where literally anything could happen. It could be Rocco Vata, it could be Adamida, it could be Mayovsky at the other end. We're, we're into what, you know, four minutes of regulation time and maybe another five beside. Uh, anything could happen here. 
the terrifying thing is that Hugh Keevans could get his first prediction of the day right as well. Yeah. Would yeah. yeah. oh, you go 1-1? 1-1, yeah. draw. And I said 1-1. One, one. Did you see 1-1? One, one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, he went 1-1. One, one. Yeah. I'm still in it with... I went 2-1 Celtic. Mark's well out it. What did you say, Mark? 3-1. Three, 3-1. Three, one. One. Nah, three, he's one. not happening sure for him. It's not been this. too many stoppages, has there? Really, in the second half, I wouldn't expect there to be loads and loads of injury time, but there will still be some. All the substitutions add up. You know, the, I wouldn't be surprised if you get four or five minutes on top of the re- regulation 90. It's been a mixed bag for Celtic this afternoon. Yeah. First half, I thought, excellent. You know, looking sharp. Second half, I think they've been all over the place. Yeah, well, the ball into the Celtic box there. Once again, Aberdeen still looking to get that goal. They look as likely as Celtic at times and they'll get a chance to deliver this ball into the box with a free kick on the right. Experience v inexperience there because mm. Devlin just takes his touch and young Vata back to challenge him. He just takes it around him. Slightest of touches and Devlin knows what he's doing. Yeah. Just and to go down and buy a foul. Yeah, in a dangerous place as well. And they'll certainly get the height advantage if they can get a quality ball in here. Could maybe put Celtic under a little bit of pressure. Well, no doubt that the next goal wins the game. Uh, whether it's Aberdeen off this free kick or Celtic at the other end, it, it, time's running out. And if someone does get a goal, it will be the winner in this match. Connor Barron to deliver out on the right will be an outswinger. Plenty of Aberdeen players in the box to aim for, but Celtic pretty much have everyone back. Delivers. With his right foot It's a decent enough delivery yeah. But Celtic get the first contact It's Welsh I think Good header from Welsh Defending And that's the thing Celtic can now look what, to This break. is a great chance at, Oh no Defenders back there No he's done well Ish. I think Mackenzie does do well To actually get back It's yeah. Kuhn who We hear is really quick <sighs> Is he giving away a foul there as well yeah. I think Just Shinny on Shinny Caught Graham Shinny late And I think I was going to say I think Aberdeen will be happy for the, the clock to tick on but with the way they're approaching this game at the moment they almost look as if they'd be happy for a few minutes to be added on as well to try and chase think, a winner I think they'd be disappointed if if they don't get a winner because the second half they've been transformed Disappointed a bit strong a point against Celtic still good well, yeah, though, isn't it? especially I mean, with their first half yeah, display but, which but You're supposed to be ambitious and have aspirations you know they, they, they are allowed that they were poor they were shocking in the first half but no longer There's certainly been better Second half I don't know if you can Stake a claim That they deserve To win the game um, But uh, It's been a game eh? the, the the usual two halves Celtic first half You're thinking Yeah matter of time Aberdeen get that quick goal and Celtic since then Have been all over the place And the worrying thing For Celtic is The way they're finishing This game with the personnel You know you Six get, minutes yeah. Six minutes added yeah, Fergie's in the stand He <laughs> fancies it It's going to be a long throw from Nicky Devlin There's no Aberdeen players in the area of the box That he threw it towards But he might get a chance to Put this one in with his feet It's going to be another throw in On that right side If you're Aberdeen You must look at this and think This is a great opportunity to win yeah, the game yeah. Right, predictions then We've got, what, five and a half minutes of injury time to go Is there a winner in this game? And if so, for who? It's one all. I'm going for a late winner. Four. I think Celtic will snatch it. Mark. Got to agree with you. I think this is finishing one all. I think one thing we do know is that there's a good chance that at least one of the teams will get an opportunity, if not both, 
the way the second half has gone. It's been a, it's just been a really good, entertaining game of football. People talk about you know an advert for the Scottish game. This is this has been very good. You don't often see a team up against Celtic Rangers, and yes, it has only been the second half in the case of this game. But go toe to toe with them and play quite open and create a good few opportunities. Aberdeen have done it to date. Yeah, they certainly have done and they might not be done yet. They've been good in the counter-attack this second half. First half, they were appalling at stringing any passes together, but it's been a combination of them picking the right passes in the second half and Celtic being so open, especially between the two centre-backs. There's so many gaps. Celtic in the box here could be that big opportunity you're talking about, Andrew. Yeah, and it's just thinking of some of the players on the pitch in terms of Celtic. You look at Adamida, you look at Nicholas Kuhn, Rocco Vata as well. What they would give to get the winning goal in a game like this, yeah. the impact it would have for someone trying to make their mark in this team. An Aberdeen player just down there. I think he'll have a quiet Saturday night. Really, Same one think. in the groin. I no, think yeah, say. yeah. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be staying in to watch the Gladiators. There's <laughs> <laughs> no point in him getting out tonight. Um, but um, it'll be interesting is that a corner kick to Celtic? Is that a throw? Is that a throw? I don't know Not I, sure. think I looked at the corner I, I thought it was a corner yeah. Devlin just yeah, taking deep breaths yeah. Deep breaths yeah. It is a corner Yeah Good opportunity here set play He'll need to be alert despite his discomfort at this time and that will add a wee bit of time on as well it is a minimum of six minutes of course and a few players just getting a telling off it's all very tight in the box at the moment quite a few players has gathered on the penalty spot waiting for the delivery Stephen McLean making sure that there's no pulling there I mean players know that they can't do it in this VAR era but they still do it as the ball comes in well defended initially by Aberdeen and chance for Aberdeen they've got a chance here. to break away Graham Shinney through to Duke whose touch balloons off his foot and ends up all the way back at Joe Hart all of a sudden, three of those six minutes have gone. Uh, so we're getting closer and closer to the wire. Um, anything could happen, but I, I just have this notion that we've had our fun and it's 1-1. You were spot on, Hugh, if it <coughs> remains this way. I thought it would be a bit more clear-cut in Celtic's favour. didn't expect them to keep a clean sheet, which have not. Um, but Hugh got it on the money, it looks like. Alistair Johnson survived all right. Has it any yeah. from yeah, that's good news for Celtic injury scare? I think he's done well today, Alistair Johnson. He recently came in for a bit of stick, but he's uh, held up. There's one more chance in this game, boys. Let me tell you. Here it comes. Yeah, it could be from Celtic. Here it comes. Floated oh. in and the header. I think Adamida. There's not much he could have done with that. It was just too high for him, wasn't it? Anthony Ralston was in midair. Ah, uh, he's obviously been watching the telly. He's not got that in his locker, Ralston. Out the corner. I don't know what he was doing there. Yeah, another opportunity. This could be the last one. This could be the last Still opportunity. Still a couple of minutes to go. Ninety-four on the clock. Minimum of six mm. to be played. Celtic looking to take it short and quick. They've got a two v one. They have the advantage, yeah. and the ball will go into the box. Doesn't go past the first man. Headed into the penalty area. It's a strike there by Rocco Vata, who's claiming for a handball. I think it was probably outside the box. And Aberdeen win the ball back and can now try and break forward. Kyogo's the man tracking back. Does really well defensively there, doesn't he? Does well, yeah, Kyogo. To keep that in. But I don't know why Vata's trying that spectacular effort. You've got to keep the pressure on. Puts his team under a little bit of pressure. 
think Celtic have been slack today and things like that. Is that all part Decision of that when I'm saying that some of the players feel this could be their moment to make a mark? Yeah, a young player got... maybe wants to is the oh, Adamida winning the header, just unable to get it into the path of Matt O'Reilly. And once again, with one minute to go of the six injury time minutes, still, still you feel that either side could still get one big chance. No, they need to be quick about it. You know, mm. uh, Alistair Johnson got a throw in. Looks to be no rush to take it. He's nearly halfway up the pitch. Ah, he's, he's, he'll bend yeah, he's them. Been told ah, to, he'll to bend Aberdeen's box in the next five minutes. That's the old, it's your own time you're wasting, isn't it? <laughs> no, this could be it. They need to get the ball forward quickly. No, none of this passing about the back. Yeah, Anthony Route Ralston one. in the mixer. Get in the mixer. The in the mixer, line. it's called. Looks up, sees Rotto, Rocco Vattel, sorry. Out, you, you the right. Great ball. Get at him. He's got to get at him. Adam. Oh, oh there you are. No, a chance for Celtic here, oh, and Kelrus comes well. out, gathers. There's still an opportunity for Celtic. Well again. The ball's <sighs> booted into the air. It's headed back into the box. It's all happening. It's messy. And is that going to be a corner for Celtic? It is. And Aberdeen get away with one because they were all over the place oh, defensively. Uh, well, has Celtic got to do better there? Has uh, Riley tried to? Uh, Riley tried to take it round the goal. I, uh, yeah, I think he just, just tried to take a touch round. I think, Roos, Roos, didn't he? I think Roos does well. I think he's mm-hmm. quick off his line. He forces Riley to go wider. He then gets, I think, a second touch on the cross that was coming in. By the way, if Celtic score from this, oh no, there's a, there's a, oh no. No, the assistant just standing there. in front of the ball at the corner there as if there the was maybe a check out for a corner. Right, this this is really and truly the last chance of the game. The corner comes in, it's headed no. over the bar by Liam Scales or Stephen Welsh, I think it was. Welsh. Welsh. And that should be it because we are past the ninety-sixth minute. Six minutes were added on. And Stephen Welsh, it was always going to be tough, wasn't it? Ball was slightly behind him, stretching back. And I think that is full time at Pitodre, Dave Galloway. Yeah, what a game we've had here at uh, boisterous Pitodre Stadium. Aberdeen won, Celtic won in the first half. Talk about one-way traffic. Celtic uh, with over 70% possession, but they just couldn't make it count. Luis Palma tapped home after seven minutes after Keller Roos saved from Leo Labada. But after a long VAR delay, it was ruled out for offside. Palma's shot clipped the bar from just a few yards out. And Paolo Bernardo's chip after Kyogo headed on Luis Palma's cross. Beat the keeper, but also struck the woodwork. The hoops knocking loudly at the door, but Aberdeen somehow kept it goalless at the interval. And five minutes after the restart, the home team sensationally took the lead on the counter-attack. A great through ball by Dante Polvara and Boyan Majowski got the better of Mike Navrovsky before set netting with a wonderful curled finish. And the home fans certainly came to life for that one, erupting there. Uh, Celtic looked rattled but made a, a triple substitution. And on 63 minutes, one of those who came off the bench, Nicholas Kuhn, equalised with the aid of a deflection after swapping passes with fellow sub Adam Ida. Play was uh, much more open now. It was really end-to-end stuff and Don skipper Graham Shinney passed up a great chance to score from Leighton Clarkson's cutback but Joe Hart spread himself very well to make the block. 
Boyan Majowski again netted after Leighton Clarkson's superb setup, but he was offside. Celtic still well on top possession wise, but they failed to trouble the home defence uh, as much as they would have liked. Uh, despite an injury time, Gomez scramble. That was as, as close as they came in that uh, second period to getting uh, the winner, Celtic. They just could not force the ball in. A result that very few people indeed would have predicted at Pitaudry. It's ended Aberdeen 1, Celtic 1. What a game and what a start to the day It's Aberdeen 1, Celtic 1 to kick things off And we've still got plenty more action to come We'll go around the grounds next The fastest goals, the expert opinions This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Well what a start to the day An entertaining second half at Pataudry Between Aberdeen and Celtic And it ends Aberdeen 1 Celtic 1 Now attentions turn to the 3 o'clock kickoffs. Why don't we go around the grounds And get some team news Let's go back to Ibrox And get a recap of the teams from David Friel And I think the supporters That will be making their way into Ibrox At the moment Will be in a bit more of a buoyant mood Than they maybe would have been otherwise David yeah, 100% Andrew, I said earlier Ibox was quiet, it wasn't quiet when the full time whistle went to Pataudry, you heard the cheers, you heard the drums starting over in the corner with the Union Bears, yeah Rangers are going to be up for this game, this is a huge chance to close in on Celtic at the top of the league, they're six points behind after Celtic struck Aberdeen but they now have two games in hand, the goal difference is only five so this could be a pivotal day in the title race. I think Philip Clement is going to expect a big performance. He's going to expect goals against Livingston, who are bottom of the table, marooned. And this has got all the hallmarks. I think Hugh said it was going to be a walkover last night. I think Rangers should be winning this game comfortably. Philip Clement has made six changes from last week's win over St Mirren. Sedela, John Suter, Rudvan Yilmaz, Nico Raskin, Scott Wright, Dujon, Sterling, Cyril Dessels are all out. Leon Balligan, Borna Barisic, Ryan Jack, Ross McCausland, Ravi Matondo, Fabio Silva are in. Oscar Cortez who arrived from Lons on deadline day he's on the bench but there is no Mohamed Diamandi I think he's a wee bit behind in terms of his fitness so he will be on the bench you know I don't give Livy much much chance here they've not won in 120 days since the last won a league match they've gone 15 league matches without a win they've only picked up 3 points from the last 45 available 6 points are drifted at the bottom of the league and gamble responsibly and all that but they are 35 to 1 to win this match I think Rangers should be winning this easily just go through teams for you Jack Butland in goals for Rangers James Tavernier Connor Golson Leon Balligan and Borna Barisic at the back John Lundstrom and Ryan Jack in midfield with Ross McCausland Todd Campbell Rabbi Matondo in behind Fabio Silva who makes his first start up front subs for Rangers are McCrory Yilmaz Suter Dessers Lawrence Wright King Raskin and Cortez Livingston, they drew with Ross County two each in midweek. David Martindale added David Carson to his squad from Inverness. He starts in midfield. Mohsen Gary and Sean Donlan also come in. Michael Nottingham, Stephen Bradley, Curtis Guthrie are all out. Jamal George in goals. Jamie Brandon, Sean Donlan, Ayo Obelai, James Penrice at the back. David Carson and Jason Holt will hold the midfield with Mohsen Gary, Scott Pittman and Andrew Shinney in behind Joel Nibley. Subs for Livingston are McGovern, Anderson, Stephen Kelly, Mackay, Bradley, Nottingham, Sean Kelly, Yenge and Lawal. The referee at Ibrox is John Beaton and the VAR is Matthew McDermott. Let's continue to go around the grounds. Why don't we head to Fur Park for the newly crowned Kevin Van Veen Derby Motherwell against Kilmarnock. Fraser Wisher. Yeah, as you mentioned, uh, Andrew, the big story around Scottish football around Motherwell was Kevin Van Veen. Uh, I think the Motherwell fans expected him to be playing today at Fir Park, but they hoped to be playing in the Clayton Amber, but of course he's not. He's in the blue and white of Kilmarnock. He actually only makes the bench today 
and I wonder what the reception will be for the big striker who was such a brilliant player last year for Motherwell. And when you add his signing to, De to Derek McInnes' previous signings, it's been a good window for Kilmarnock and the squad is looking really strong for the push towards a European place perhaps next season. <coughs> Watkins, Vassell, Van Veen, <coughs> for me and Greg Stewart as the strikers. You've got uh, Derek McInnes, plenty of options. Dan Armstrong, Matty Kennedy in top form in the wings. And they'll fancy themselves today against a Motherwell side that have lost 35 goals in 22 league games so far and 21 of those have come in the 11 home games so you think it's almost two a game here if our parts are going to have to score three obviously to get a win so that has to change for Motherwell but although to be fair to Stuart Kettlewell had constant injury problems like Butcher, Blaney and Casey all back in the squad today uh, they might be the first choice back three but all of long spells out through injuries Stuart Kettlewell of course lost out in Van Vini lost Bierith who went on back to Arsenal Brody Spencer went back to Huddersfield but he's brought in young Blackburn striker Jack Vale and six others so he's had a decent window as well Sam Nicholson look forward to seeing him he starts on the bench but I think he could bring something in an attacking sense to Muddle to try and get the goals to get them away from the bottom of the table and looking at the teams today unchanged Motherwell from the 1-1 draw against St Johnson uh, new signings Vale, Devine, Villaro and Nicholson are all on the bench so they go through 3-4-2-1 formation Liam Kelly in goals Bevis Mugabe Callum Butcher and Paul McGinn at the back Steen O'Donnell Davor Drakowski Andy Halliday and George Gent across the middle with Harry Payton and Blair Spittle in behind Tio Bear as the lone striker the substitutes for Motherwell Ashton Oxford Dan Casey Sam Nicholson Shane Blaney Adam Devine Julie Buyabu Jack Vale Mark Ferry and Lennon Miller. Two changes for Kilmarnock from the 2-2 draw against Hibs last week and Daba got a red card and he's suspended and uh, Rory McKenzie drops to the bench and come Tom Davis and Liam Pover. So they go through four. 4-2 formation, Will Dennison goals, Lewis Mayo, Joe Wright, Stuart Finlay and Tom Davis at the back, Dan Armstrong, Derek Watson, Liam Polworth and Matty Kennedy in midfield with Kyle Vassell and Marley Watkins as the two strikers. Substitutes for Kilmarnock, Kieran O'Hara, Rory McKenzie, James Balagizi, Fraser Murray, Ennis Cameron, Greg Stewart, Liam Donnelly, Gary Mackay-Steven and of course number 99 on his back, Kevin Van Veen. The referee today at Fair Park, Don Robertson and I'm not sure Kilmarnock fans will be happy because again, in the VAR box is Nick Walsh, who was responsible for the Ndaba red card last weekend. What about Dundee against Hearts, Roger Hanna? Yeah, Hearts came from 2-0 down to beat Dundee 3-2 at Tencastle just 11 days ago. Andrew Callum, Newenhoff, Dexter Limbikisa and Yutara Oda all scoring and all starting today. Dundee, Lyle Camel and an ex-Jambo Jordan McGee get the goals for the Dark Blues that day. And it was one of seven wins in a run of seven wins in a draw from the last day for Stephen A. Smith. Hearts that's lifted them. 10 points clear of 4th place Kilmarnock they're en route to Europe and then Lauren Shanklin who's still a jambo after the transfer window closing they've got the top Premiership scorer with 14 league goals they did lose 1-0 here back in August with Luke McCowan on target McCowan's back today after serving a one game ban at Petodre on Tuesday night Owen Beck back at Dens for the first time as well since his loan from Liverpool was restarted in midweek and they're going well on 6th place after that 1-1 draw at Petodre on Tuesday night that followed last weekend's 4-1 win at Livy both teams will be happy with our transfer window activity I think Limbakisa and Scott Fraser coming in for Hearts and as we say they retained the coveted services of Shanklin as well Dundee well Beck was one of seven signings in the window John McCracken Owen Dodge and Dara Costello Curtis Main, Ryan Ashley and Michael Mellon making it 21 new recruits since Tony Docherty took charge here at Dens last summer I'll give you the teams just a one change for Hearts it's an enforcement at the back Stephen Kingsley dropping out Toby Sibic coming in, so they go with Xander Clark and goal. It's a back four, Dexter Limbikisa, Toby Sibic, Frankie Kent, 
and Alec Cochran. The holders are Benny Beringame and Callum Newenhoff, and then Utara Oda, George Grant and Alan Forrest. Behind that man, Lauren Shanglin on the bench, Gordon Halkett, Denham, Pollock, Tate, Fraser, Tagawa, Wilson and Vargas. The host, indeed, kind of a couple of changes from that draw at as we say, McCowan, three from suspension. He comes back in, and as does the fit again, Mellon, with Mo Silla and Zach Robinson dropping to the bench. So it's Trevor Carlson in goal, a back three, Lee Ashcroft, Roshonis, the skipper, and Owen Dodgson. Across the middle, Jordan McGee, Lyle Cameron, Malachi Boateng, Luke McCowan, and Owen Beck. And up top, Michael Mellon starts for the first time with Amadou Bakayoko. And the bench, Legsden, Sharp, and Ashley, Tiffany, Main, and Mulligan, Robinson, Robertson, and Silla. The referee is Graham Granger. And the VAR at Dens Park this afternoon, Andrew, is Grant Irvin. And let's go to Easter Road. Dale Eaton watching on for Hibs against St Mirren. Yes, and we're hoping for a great game here in the capital. These two sides have been twice in Easter Road so far this season. A 3-2 win for St Mirren on the opening day and a 4-2 win for the host in the Viaplay Cup quarter-finals. Nick Montgomery will be hoping his side come out on top, but just like the visitors, they come in with one win in their last six and you have to go all the way back to the 3rd of December for the last win here at home. Some murmurs of discontent starting to emerge from the Hibs support with that tricky run of results still continuing and they sit 16 points behind rivals' hearts but coming from 2-0 down to earn a point against Kilmarnock last week and seven signings in January, three of which on deadline day is starting to bring back some optimism and they'll look to build on that this afternoon and they made three changes from that draw with Kilmarnock as Paul Hanlon, Kanayo Megala, Dylan Venti drop out with Rory Whitaker, Maizani Malida and deputant Nectarios Triantis coming in. They line up as follows. It's David Marshall in goals, a back four of Jordan Obita, Nectarios Triantis, Will Fish and Rory Whitaker. In midfield, it's Jair Tavares, Joe Newell, Dylan Levitt and Eli Yuan with Emiliano Marcondes and Maizani Malida up front. On the bench, it's Wallacott, Venti, Cadden, Mayenda, Amos, Stevenson, Lafondre, Mariah Welsh and Megua. And as for St Mirren, they sit three points ahead of Hibs in fifth place as they look to go one better than last season's sixth place finish and possibly get their passports out for some European football. But to do that, though, they'll want to extend that gap between their hosts and they feel confident about doing so, manager Stephen Robinson said. His squad's the strongest it's ever been, even though they missed out on Kevin Van Veen on deadline day. And he's made three changes from last week's narrow defeat to Rangers as Mark O'Hara, Lewis Jameson and Jonah Ayunga drop out for Keelan Boyd Munts, James Scott and Mikel Mandron. The Saints go with Zach Hemming in goals, Marcus Fraser, Alex Gogic and James Bolton in defence. Evelis Pomono, Quan, Keelan Boyd Munson, and Scott Tanser in midfield with a front three of Greg Kilty, James Scott and Mikel Mandron. On the bench they have Erminski, Taylor, Dunn, Brown, Flynn, Penman, Jameson, Olasanya and Ayunga. The referee is Willie Collum and Alan Muir is on VAR. Plenty more build-up to those games and the reaction to Celtic's draw with Aberdeen coming up next. Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Less than 10 minutes to go until kickoff in the three o'clock games. There has been one game today. It was a one-all draw between Aberdeen and Celtic. It was one-way traffic in the first half. It was all Celtic. But in that second half, it was an open game. It was entertaining. Aberdeen took the lead through Boyan Miofsky, but January signing Nicholas Kuhn 
levelled things up And it was a point apiece Let's take a look at the 3 o'clock games though Shall we? We will go back to Ibrox shortly But let's go to Fur Park Motherwell against Kilmarnock Two teams with very different transfer windows I would say Fraser Wishart Motherwell They needed bodies in They got bodies in It's a, a question of, of what the quality will be like But I think Kilmarnock fans will be looking very optimistic Given the players that they've managed to bring in Oh, absolutely. I think Kamarnock will be very happy sitting in fourth place in, in the table. Derek McInnes, as we know, shrewd manager, plenty of experience, and he's, he certainly can't complain about the backing he's, he's had over the, the recent period. But uh, he was in a good position because his team was strong, his squad was strong already. So he's, he's added a few players on top of that, and, you know, like Greg Stewart and Ken Van Bino come in and give them just that more attacking option. So things looking very rosy down Rugby Parkway and uh, I think they'll fancy their chances today for Motherwell it's just been a bit of a chaotic season they started so well we know that bad long run they had we know the problems they've had with, with strikers as well Conor Wilkinson was sold and BRF was taken back as well so Tio Bale's been the lone striker they brought in young Jack Vale 19 year old from Blackburn it's a bit of a gamble you know if they not get their own 19 year olds in their own squad that they could give a chance to we don't know much, much about this young lad as well but a lot on his shoulders it's, I think we all in this show are looking at Motherwell thinking you know, could they be the ones who just drop towards the bottom? They're very near the bottom, as it is. But uh, you know, I think again, six, seven players brought in by by Stuart Kettlewell, so he's a bit of backing as well. But that's it. The window's closed. It's now up to the players and the Motherwell players in particular to do the job for their club. But uh, I think this is a tricky one for Motherwell. I, do, I think Kamarnock are playing well. They've got plenty of attacking options. Armstrong, Kennedy as well. I think it's a tough one for Motherwell given their, their poor home form. Yeah, Roger Hanna at Dens Park I think there's been a few eyes on Dundee's recruitment A lot of players brought in Owen Beck back at the club Michael Mellon looks like a, a smart pickup as well And for Hearts it was all about Lauren Shanklin So much talk throughout the window But they'll be delighted that it came to nothing Yeah, sometimes it's much about retaining what you've got Than adding to it in January I listened to Philip Clement yesterday Speaking at the Rangers training ground, Andrew And he was delighted that Rangers had held on to Jack Butland And Ridvan Yilmaz in the face of bids during the transfer window So Hearts will be delighted, ecstatic That Lauren Shanglin is staying At least until the summer 18 months left in the captain's contract 14 league goals, he has carried Hearts on his back this season I think he's got back-to-back Premiership Player of the Month awards Andrew that's how vital Shanklin has been he will lead the line again today and at a time when Hearts have now gone 10 points clear in third you look at the value of European qualification to teams you saw what it did to Hearts finances a couple of seasons back keeping Shanklin for me will guarantee them a place in Europe again next season well back to Ibrox we will go after the next break